Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Good evening from Sun Prairie East and Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. My name is Jesse Nelson, joined by the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau. Dennis, the Sun Prairie East Cardinals and the DeForest Norski squaring off in level two of Division two and the high school football playoffs tonight. What a game we're in store for here for two teams that we never thought would be in the same division competing in the postseason a few years ago. But here they are. Instead of competing for different state championships, they meet in level two tonight. Yes, Brian Kaminsky, uh, head coach for Sun Prairie. So any past history with uh, DeForest, he goes, not my 26 years here. <laughs> well, in the Big 8 used to be a closed conference. They had nine games, and they were all conference games. And usually in the playoffs, they played each other, too. So no chances uh, to, to go up with the Norskis and the uh, the Cardinals here. But uh, both teams a little parallel. Both teams started out a little slow. DeForest started out 0-3, and Sun Prairie East started out 1-2. and Both teams on seven-game winning streaks. Uh, but they have not played exactly top 10 teams either, so maybe that accounts for the fact that Sun Prairie East is averaging 57 points and uh, DeForce is averaging 39 in their last seven games each. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, live from Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium, the home of the Cardinals and the home of the Wolves. We welcome all of you watching our game tonight. Broadcasting (laughs) the the howling Dennis Semrau. Broadcasting exclusively on Wisconsin On Demand in our live video stream. We welcome all of you in that are tuning in for this great showdown in Level 2 of Division 2 of the WIAA High School Football Playoffs. A 2 versus 3 matchup tonight with DeForest and Sun Prairie East in action. You weren't here for the Wolves game uh, we did against Oregon. I so was not, started, no, no. And Alex, you started, the, well, everybody's got a When you say Wolves, you got a howl. <laughs> Every time you say Wolves, this could get to be quite a bit. Well, and they played the Werewolves of London by Warren Zavon, and that was awesome. The first time I heard that getting piped out, I was like, yes! Good bump music. (laughs) The DeForest Norskis running onto the field here at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium in their road white uniforms, purple letters and numbers, yellow helmets with purple decals on either side. Sun Prairie East will take the field momentarily. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles, and the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. Dennis Semrau, it's time now to hear our Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory here for our Level 2 high school football playoff game between the Norskis and the Sun Prairie East Cardinals. Canopy Wealth Management believes community is everything and they are constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today dennis semrau take it away with our canopy wealth management keys to victory let's go with the uh visiting norskis since uh, sun prairie's got home field advantage here three pretty pretty succinct fast start be physical and play four quarters 
All right, man. Seems pretty straightforward. Sounds like high school football in the postseason. It, it does. And then I, I, I could have banked money, Dennis, that the Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory would include something about Mason Keys at quarterback for DeForest. But no, we went a different direction. Well, that that's part of the fast start. I suppose so. Yes. How about well, how about the Sun Prairie East card? And here's where Keys comes into play. Number one, <laughs> keep the quarterback contained. Yes, keep him in uh, in the box. Uh, he can beat you with his arm, his legs, just like Jerry Kaminsky for Sun Prairie East can. Uh, number two, be physical and play with relentless effort. And if you take a look at those scores down the stretch, <laughs> that is relentless effort. 62, 69, 76, 42 points their last four games on offense and uh, haven't allowed more than 12 points in a game since Wanakee in week three. And the final, make the most of our opportunities. The first two times we saw Sun Prairie East against uh, Monona Grove to open the season and then against uh, Wanakee, I believe it was. No, it was McWanago, maybe. Jerry Kaminsky started out slow. First game, he had a couple of fumbles. Next game, he had a couple of interceptions. But right now, he's got 34 touchdown passes to just four picks. So he's been taking care of the football. They've been getting off to fast starts. And when you got an All-State running back like Cortez LeGrant, that's a great one-two punch for Sun Prairie. So... That uh, whoever owns the first quarter and then taking a look at numbers, Sun Prairie has scored 176 points in the first quarter this year. That's averaging 17.6, and then 181. So they've scored more points, 357 in the first half than most teams do in a couple of seasons. Those are your Canopy Wealth Management keys to victory tonight. Brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Nearly 800 of the state's top student-athletes will be recognized for excelling academically and athletically through the WIA's Scholar-Athlete Award Program, underwritten by Marshfield Clinic. Applicants will be in the running for the 32 State Scholar-Athlete Awards presented at a reception in May. Application materials are available exclusively online through the WIAA website. Deadline for nominations is March 13th of 2023. This message from 100.5 ESPN and the WIAA, keeping the education in sports. We will step aside for the national anthem, come back on the other side for kickoff. Level 2, Division 2 of the WIAA High School Football Playoffs, the Sun Prairie East Cardinals and the DeForest Norskeets. You're listening to Zimmer Conda's presentation on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, set for kickoff at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium with the Sun Prairie East Cardinals getting set to host the DeForest Norskis. Great crowd on hand at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium for tonight's game. The winner of this one will advance to level three next week in Division Two and face the winner of Kettle Moraine and Waukesha West. DeForest kicking off left to right. Sun Prairie East will receive working right to left. Our season started at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium on Prep Mania and level two of the high school playoffs 
continues here tonight. Fielded at the 10-yard line, returned up outside the numbers, past the 20 to the 25, and a strong push of the pile forward out past the 30-yard line, staying in bounds and all the way out near the 35 is where Sun Prairie East will begin its first offensive series of level two of the WIAA football postseason. And Dennis Semrau, they are led by senior quarterback, son of the coach, Jerry Kaminsky. Yeah, he was just named the Badger uh, Large Conference Player of the Year in the ballot in this week. They have not released those official teams yet, but that's uh, no surprise. He'll be considered for Player of the Year in the state by the Coaches Association on the offensive side of the ball. Jerry Kaminsky has thrown for 2,425 yards on this season through 10 games entering play tonight. That's an average of 242 yards a game. He will throw on first down. Not on the same page as his intended receiver, number 18, Cooper White, the sophomore on the right side of the field, incomplete, second and 10 for the Sun Prairie East Cardinals. Cooper White on the field, Dennis, because of an injury to a different senior wide receiver for Sun Prairie, something to keep an eye on throughout the course of the night. Yeah, Evan Richmond, 30, yeah, catch, nine yards, four touchdowns. They're one of their breakout receivers this year. Outstanding core of uh, uh, pass catchers. On second down and 10, Cortez LeGrant is dropped behind the line of scrimmage all the way back near the 25-yard line. LeGrant is hauled down. That's a loss of almost seven yards. They'll mark him at the 28. So it's third down and 16 with the line to gain the 44-yard line for Sun Prairie East. Got a couple of def- uh, defensive and defensive tackles. A lot of tackles for loss this year. Javian Coons, 11 tackles for loss the defensive tackle spot and uh, Brecht Sperry Schmid with 13 so that's no surprise there. Kaminsky throws on third and 16 incomplete for Connor Stoff the junior wide receiver three in the home red uniforms of the East Cardinals and the Norskis force a three and out for a high octane offense for Sun Prairie East on the opening possession of this WIA level two playoff game. Sun Prairie East to kick it away. Return man standing back at the 37-yard line for the Norskis. Good snap, and the kick is away, and it's a beauty. All the way back to haul it in is Brody Hardig at the 22-yard line. Hardig running left, tried to get the edge, does not get it. He is torn down, but a flag comes down. Sun Prairie East was claiming that they just forced a fumble. They're going to get either a face mask or a horse collar tackle of some kind here. Hardig seemed like he was being torn a couple of different directions there, Dennis, as the tackle was made by the Sun Prairie East Special Teams Unit. Both kickers tonight for DeForest, uh, Kyle Goldie, Sun Prairie East, Trevor Schultz going to handle pretty much everything, punting, place kicking, kickoffs, and that punt for uh, Schultz, 62 yards. 62 yards on the punt. We'll see where the Norskis actually start this drive. One of our favorite perks of being at the nearly brand new bank of sun prairie stadium is that they mic the officials so we can actually hear what the call is sometimes of course that time i was talking over him so i have no idea what he actually said but it'll move the ball forward 15 yards as expected to the 35 yard line and that's where the norskis will begin their first offensive series of the night right on the sun prairie west wolf logo at the 35 yard line the wolf logo on the 
left side 35, the Cardinal logo on the right side 35. Mason Keys, quarterback of the Norse Keys, takes the snap on first down and is dropped for a loss. Tried to take it himself outside the numbers, but brought down at the 30-yard line for a loss of a couple of yards. Dennis Semrau, Mason Keys, a senior quarterback. We knew tonight would be a battle of quarterbacks. Keys can sure hold his own with Jerry Kaminsky on the other yeah, end. Yeah, 23 uh, touchdowns, 10 interceptions this year thrown for almost 1800 yards and he can also run the ball he's rushed for seven scores as well shotgun formation on second down and 14 here's the handoff for kale drinka the running back for the norskis who has nowhere to go defense reigning supreme here on the first five offensive plays of this game third and long for the norskis no gain for drinka yeah we talked about how, how tough the offenses have been and you look through those last seven games, defensively, Sun Prairie East has only given up six and a half points a game and uh, just under 10 a game for DeForest. So both uh, quarterbacks are struggling here early in their first series. Man in motion left to right. A flag comes down. This is probably going to be on the offense, I would hope. Oh, no, a timeout is timeout. Called prior to the flag. So, our first Electro Elite timeout of the evening comes with 9.52 to play in the first quarter. No score. Sun Prairie East and DeForest on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Electro Elite timeouts are brought to you, of course, by Electrolyte, the best beverage for premium hydration. If you're working outdoors, exercising, feeling under the weather, or just need a pick-me-up, Electrolyte is the drink for you. Made with glucose as a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. Dennis Semrau, the... Sun Prairie East Cardinals average 51 points per game this season, including scoring 45 in a loss to then number one McGuanago here in week two. DeForest averages 33 points a game, but so far offense at a premium tonight. Yeah, five plays combined for the two teams, minus 10 yards so far. Let's find out. First team to get positive yardage wins. Well, we Norski's looking for something on third and 14 out of the timeout. Two receivers right, man in motion left to right. Keys takes the snap. Pressure coming, steps up in the pocket. Keys wants to run, goes outside the numbers left side, gets in front of the sticks to the 40, bumped out of bounds near the 45-yard line. He's close to first down yardage to gain. Depends on the spot. Looks like he stepped out one step prior to where I thought he may have gone, and that's at the 42-yard line. Line to gain is the 45. It's fourth down and three for the Norskis, and they bring out the punting unit. Yeah, I picked up 11 on that one, but not just enough there. Dennis, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. This strikes me as a down early in the season. Teams may say, what the heck, let's go for it in a non-conference game. See if you can pick this up near midfield, but not in the playoffs. You play the field position game. Right, and with the kickers here, it's going to be a challenge to see who wins that. Number 39 is Kyle Ugaldi, the sophomore. He kicks it away. It's fielded at the 28-yard line. Return up the right side, and now coming back to the middle of the field and being spun down with nowhere to go, Connor Stoff on the return. So he's dropped at the 30. It's where Sun Prairie East will begin its second offensive series of the night with nine minutes and 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. 
No score. DeForest and Sun Prairie East on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Thanks to everyone joining us tonight for our exclusive live video stream free on Wisconsin On Demand. Tell everybody you know to join us tonight for this one. It is going to be a dandy of a level two high school football playoff game. Best in the area tonight if you ask me. First down and ten. Throw left side, complete bubble screen over the middle of the field. Stoff with room to run, breaks a couple tackles, stumbling forward into DeForest territory, brought down from behind, shy of the 35-yard line of the Norskis. A positive offensive play for Sun Prairie East. A quick screen from Kaminsky over to the left side. Stoff ran it forward, and here comes the quick huddle to the line of scrimmage for the Cardinals on first down and 10 at the 36. Snap in the middle of the field. Cortez LeGrant gets the carry. Breaks one tackle inside the 35 down to the 33 where he's brought down for a gain of three. Jake Lakosh there with the tackle. Uh, he, as you said, he slipped through, but not, not quite enough there. Lakosh uh, with uh, three tackles for loss this year. He's got one sack, 37 tackles. Nice form tackle there. Kept him from breaking a big one. Second down, and they'll call it eight after a gain of two for LeGrant, who's been a sensational running back this season. Over 1,000 yards rushing, entering play tonight. The numbers are deceiving. He did not play in a lot of second halves during that stretch run when they were just rolling over teams. Could have been a lot more. Kaminsky throws on second down, complete right side. Cooper White breaks a tackle, stiff-arming defenders inside the 15-yard line, down to the 13. Cooper White, the sophomore receiver, has seen an elevated role in the Cardinal offense with the injury to Evan Richmond, and White has a first down for the Cardinals with 8.15 and counting to go here in the first quarter. Yeah, first down, that's a 21-yard gain. Uh, unfortunately, not quite as average. He was averaging almost 34 yards a catch just on seven receptions coming into the game. First down and 10, ball on the right hash. Eight minutes to play. Here's the snap. Kaminsky fakes the give. Looks left. Throwing. End Got zone. Him. Has a man. Touchdown Cardinals. John Vandewall. The Iowa State Cyclone commit. First catch of the night is a touchdown. And the Cardinals have a 6-0 lead. And no surprise there. That's his 14th touchdown catch. Uh, leads the team by far. Found him over on a little slant pattern to the left corner. Turned around, the ball was right there. Great drive on that drive. You had pass plays of 34, 21, and 13 yards. So after that shaky start, Jerry Kaminsky's got the Cardinals rolling. 7.58 to go in the first quarter. Extra point attempt from senior kicker Trevor Schultz, who's been very reliable this season for the Cardinals. Kick is on its way through the uprights and good. 7-0 Sun Prairie East leads to Forest on Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson alongside the Dean, Dennis Semrau, 7-0. Sun Prairie East leads DeForest with 7.58 to go in the first quarter. We welcome all of you watching tonight's video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, and it's a great one in level two of Division Two of the WIAA high school football playoffs touchdown pass jerry kaminsky to john vandewall we've called that a lot for sun prairie east this year and it's seven nothing cardinals kickoff goes into the end zone 
for a touchback. Prep Mania brought to you in part by the GRB Academy Baseball for the serious player. GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training goals and schedule with this fall. You got options for position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, power development, anything that allows you to reach your potential at the 52,000 square foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility somewhere between Sun Prairie and DeForest is how I would describe it in Windsor. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. That was a four-play 70-yard drive, 132 time on the drive, and DeForest now on the 20. First down for Mason Keys. Throws right side after faking the give. Has a man complete, but not a lot doing. It's number 84, Jackson Aquarty, the sophomore tight end. And Aquarty with only a couple of yards. It's forward for DeForest, which is better than the alternative, which they saw in the first couple of downs of their last drive. So they will find two yards to set up second and eight. We'll be calling Cardi a lot, 6'5", uh, receiver. He'll be on the basketball team. He was on the varsity last year as a freshman. Second down and eight for the Norskis. Here's the handoff. Drinka going up the gut. Stuffed after two yards, shy of the 24-yard line. Cardinal defense standing strong. And on that was the senior Brady Shanahan all the way up from a defensive back position to come in and help solidify the stop of Kale Drinka. Third and six for the Cardinals, excuse me, for the Norskis with seven minutes to go in the opening quarter. Yeah, drunk average in just about 5.3 yards to carry this year. Run game hasn't been quite as dominant in the past, but uh, you got a quarterback like Keyes who can throw and run the ball. He's going to get a, a share of the carries. Third down and six, ball on the right hash. Shotgun formation for senior quarterback Mason Keyes. Takes the snap, looks left. Rolling that way, now steps up in the pocket, wants to throw downfield, has a man at midfield, tiptoeing the sidelines, it's hauled in. Alex Van Owen hauls it in for the Norskis, and DeForest will have its first play in Sun Prairie East Territory. Hold on a second, a flag is down back at the line of scrimmage. I was wondering why nobody was moving forward, and it appears this will go against DeForest. We got a holding call, he kind of stepped up into the pocket, and uh, one of the linemen got a little grab-happy. Could have been a big play for the Norskis to get a first down and get into Cardinal territory. Instead, they will be backed up. Flag goes against DeForest. And they'll have another opportunity on third down and forever. It's actually not that bad, I suppose. Well, no, we need to step it off still, I think, for these officials, right? No, they are going to give them the 18-yard line. Yeah, they were further up than that. They so actually a... call that a false start. A false start is the call there? Huh. Third down and 12. 6.30 quarter. Keys takes the snap. Again, looks left. Pressure coming. Rolls right. Now throws middle of the field. Man wide open. Hauled in by Brody Hardig. Lunging forward for first. And he's got it. DeForest. Picks up a first down on third and 12. The leading receiver along the senior Brody Hardig gives the Norskis a fresh set at the 33. Yeah, his 55th catch of the year. It came in averaging 13 yards a catch. 15 on that one. They needed 12 and got a few extra. Uh, him Getting him in space is going to be pretty big for the uh, Norskis tonight. First down and 10 to Forrest as we reach the midway point of the first quarter. 7-0, Sun Prairie East on top. Here's the snap, handoff. Drinka is thrown down at the line of scrimmage. 
What a tackle. Was that number seven, Davis Wetton, no. in there? I think no. it was, the Actually, linebacker. 55. Looked like uh, Tealup Miller, the yeah. defensive lineman. Yeah, uh, and uh, Wetton was right behind him. Wetton was all in on the celebration, but it was Miller who came up with the big tackle. So second and ten for DeForest with five and a half to go in the first quarter. Seven nothing, Sun Prairie East on top. Miller has had a great year, seven tackles for loss. Also returned a, an interception for a touchdown. Pretty big thrill for D lineman. Ball on the right hash, one receiver right, one left. Keys in the shotgun formation. Blitz coming, takes the snap, throws right side on the sideline. Had a man off the fingertips of Alex Van Owen incomplete. Van Owen turned around, defender slipped, and he had a chance to catch it and tiptoe the sidelines, but it went off the fingertips. Quick play forced by the pass rush of Sun Prairie East up front. Third down and 10 for the Norskis. Both teams wanted to put some pressure on their quarterbacks, but uh, you got two seniors out there. Keys for DeForest and uh, Kaminsky for Sun Prairie East. Do not uh, flinch. Sun Prairie East fans getting into it, cheering on their defensive unit on third and 10. Keys steps up, throws one-on-one -on -one downfield. Incomplete on the sideline at the Sun Prairie East 40. Chance for Nick Hermanson, the sophomore wide receiver, to get it, but it was broken up by the defender at the last moment as he was going to the ground. Shanahan was able to force it out, and he never had possession. It's an incomplete pass, and DeForest will punt again. Shanahan is a defensive back, actually the leading tackler, 52 this year. Showed his uh, ball skills there. So DeForest will punt it away. Out to do the punting for the second time tonight, Kyle Ugaldi. Pretty good punter, and he shows it here. Good one, fielded at the 35-yard line by Connor Stoff. Stoff tiptoeing left side, gets to midfield before being shoved out of bounds. Good play by Kale Drinka on special teams, the starting running back. But good starting field position for Sun Prairie East with 4.53 to go in the first quarter, 7-0. The Cardinals on top of the Norskis. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semerow, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and we welcome everyone watching exclusively tonight on Wisconsin On Demand. Yes, East needed only four plays to go 70 yards. We'll see how efficient this drive will be. 4.53 to play in the first quarter. Kaminsky takes the snap, throws middle of the field, complete first down yardage, 12 yards forward, a quick play and a quick strike to number five, Drew Cavanaugh, the junior. He's listed on the official roster as a running back, but he's definitely used in a receiving capacity. That's his 15th catch of the year, including two touchdown catches hey, on the season. You know, call that H-back. We're kind of a fullback, kind of a halfback, kind of a receiver, kind of a let's do everything. Player. First down and 10 at the Norski's 37-yard line. Kaminsky drops back to throw. Right side, Stoff screen. He's got room to run in front to the 30, to the 25, and he's dragged down by a swarm of Norski defenders, but not until he gets down to the 24-yard line. Good for another Sun Prairie East first down. They have found something, Dennis, with this bubble screen and the speed of Stoff. Yes, they have. Uh, he's had a pretty good year for him coming in. Uh, led the team in uh, receiving yardage and in receptions. And uh, like that bubble screen. He had 719 receiving yards coming into play tonight. Already several to add on that. He's got to be getting close to 800 by now. LeGrant, the carry on first down with nowhere to run. Norski defense up front. 
stopping Cortez Legrant. That was Caleb Bendixson and Breck Sparby Schmid both in on the stop for the Norskis. Norskis have been pretty good against the run this year, just averaging shade over 100 yards, 115. So Cortez is going to have his work cut off for him tonight. 3.45 to go first quarter, second down and 12 for Sun Prairie East. On the little jet sweep, here comes Stoff. A flag is down, likely against the Cardinals. A second flag came in late as the play concluded. As it stands, Stoff picked up about five yards before being pushed out near the 30, or excuse me, the 20-yard line. The referee just grabbed his hand like a hold. I mean, that's what I would guess if I if I had to put money on where that flag was thrown and when it was thrown. There's almost no doubt, but yeah. let's wait for the official call. The the one that came in yep. late surprised me. It is holding against Sun Prairie East. But of course, you're watching live on Wisconsin on demand, so you saw that for yourself, viewers. Appreciate you joining us tonight. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau from Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. That will back up the Cardinals all the way to the 32-yard line. Second down and 18 for Sun Prairie East. Actually picked up four yards on the play and then the penalty. So for a minus six overall, but they get the down back, so we'll see what they can do with it. On the right hash, they'll throw it to the uh, back out of the backfield. Balls out to Forrest is going to get it. Yes, sir. Norskis recover at the 28-yard line. Falling on at number 15, Carter Morrison. Looked like punched it out. Uh, Jake uh, Larkush, 16. Uh, and uh, it was like, where's the ball? <laughs> the, the receiver was like, what happened? That was the junior running back, Sam Ostrenga, out of the backfield on the catch and run. And he had it punched out and a nice, easy recovery for Morrison, the junior. Norskis get it back with 3.28 to go in the first quarter at their own 28-yard line and what looked like a red zone opportunity for Sun Prairie East one play ago results in a drive ending in a turnover. And now flags on the first play on offense for the Norskis. You mentioned Estrenga. Just, uh, he came back week five against Sun Prairie West. Was out with a foot injury, suffered last year during baseball season, but it wasn't in baseball. Do you remember the story on that one? No. At a party, graduation party for his brother who was out of Iowa. That's right. Stepped playing the beanbag toss, <laughs> cornhole, whatever. Playing stepped, cornhole. Stepped in, stepped in a hole and broke his foot. I forgot about the cornhole-related incident. Yes, that's an unfortunate one. Now balls out after this play over on the left side. Harding had it tipped out after he hauled it in, tried to get a couple of yards back, and DeForest will maintain possession. Hardick, another name we'll be calling all winter, a top returning basketball player for the North Skis. We'll have a new coach with the uh, retirement of Craig Weisbrod to follow Max in college. Max is another one, a great football player, basketball player, and uh, Hardick's following his footsteps. Second down and 13 for the North Skis. Mason Keys back to throw. Pressure coming, eluding it, runs left. Along the sideline, throws downfield to nobody in particular just to get the ball away. And a flag is down all the way over here where there were no players. Yeah, right in front of the Sunbury <laughs> bench. That's about good 30 yards away. He saw it and the other guys didn't. What did they see, though, is the question. I'm guessing this will be against oh, motion. DeForest. Yeah, an illegal shift will back up the North Skis again. 
Second down and 18, I think we'll have now after the five-yard penalty. Oh, no, they'll actually decline it, it looks like, to set up third and 13. I like that decision from Brian Kaminsky. Who cares about that one? Just let them try to pick up third and long. Norskis are certainly capable, but Sun Prairie East's defense has stood strong so far in this first quarter. On third and 13, Case takes the snap. Eludes pressure, rolling right, on the run, wants to throw downfield, has a man too far incomplete for Alex Van Owen. And DeForest will punt with 3.05 to go in the first quarter. Oh, good effort there, but uh, on the run, that's a tough throw to make. Uh, receiver had about a step and a half, but connect, connect. So for the third time tonight, the punter for DeForest is out on the field. It's Kyle Ugaldi. And not able to take advantage of that turnover. Oh. Ugaldi has trouble with it. He lost it. It's taken away by Sun Prairie East. They'll have the ball at the five-yard line, but a flag comes in late. What's that all about? 53 for Sun Prairie East came up with that one. Uh, Ian Lips. As it stands, Ian Lips recovered a botched snap by the punter Ugaldi. <laughs> felt the pressure coming. It was almost like Ugaldi just flipped the ball up in the air. Lips was right there to catch it. But wasn't going to go that far. Normally now the starting center, or had been the starting center, so let's check what the flag is here. This is going to be a pivotal call. Yep. As it stands, it's Sun Prairie East first and goal at the five-yard line on the biggest play of the night. So we got a holding penalty against Sun Prairie East. But I think they're going to say that that took place after, after the recovery. Yes. So they will mark it off. So Sun Prairie East will get the ball at the DeForest 17, 18-yard line. We'll see what the official spot is there. Looks like the 18. Yeah, 18 yard line. So with 2.59 to go in the first quarter, Sun Prairie East with a special teams takeaway when Kyle Ugaldi was going to try and kick it deep for the Norskis. Can Kaminsky and the Cardinals capitalize? Steps back, throws middle of the field, tipped ball, nearly picked, falls incomplete. Four or five different DeForest Norski defenders were there. Nobody could come up with the pick, though, on the deflection. Second and 10 for Sun Prairie East. 2.54 to go in the first quarter. Here's the pitch. LeGrant running right side. Gets outside the numbers. Breaks one tackle. 15-10 and tiptoes out of bounds. Near the first down line to gain at the 8-yard line. Check the spot. It's got to be close to setting up first and goal. Best run of the night for uh, uh, Cortez the Grant there. Yeah, they'll mark him at the nine. One yard shy of the first down line to gain. Third and one for the Cardinals of Sun Prairie East. 2.48 to go in our first quarter. 7-0. Sun Prairie East on top and looking for more. Ball in the right hash. Two receivers left, one right. Kaminsky, shotgun formation. Pitches. Here he goes. Left side. Kaminsky, no, that actually wasn't Kaminsky who took the snap. That was Kavanaugh who took the snap in a wildcat, and he pitched it to Kaminsky, who picked up first down yardage to the four. Interesting formation by the Cardinals of Sun Prairie East, and a four-yard gain on the pitch 
to the quarterback, Jerry Kaminsky. That's why they list Kavanaugh as a quarterback and an H-back. Mr. Do-It-All. Kaminsky back in a regular formation. Throws right side. Falling down. Catch is made. Touchdown Cardinals. It's a two-score lead for Sun Prairie East. Cooper White. Just having a great year. Uh, that's his second reception of the night. His ninth of the season and his fifth touchdown. So if you want a touchdown. Sophomore wide Cooper receiver White. Cooper White makes it a 13-0 advantage for the Cardinals with 2.25 to play in the first quarter. On for the extra point kicker Trevor Schultz. Great start for the Cardinals in this one tonight. Snap is good, hold is good, and the kick is on its way and true. 2.25 to go, first quarter, Sun Prairie East 14, DeForest nothing. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania brought to you in part by Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers and big opportunity at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers and their customers want more. Join a winning team. Immediate openings at new, higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, forklift drivers, welders, and more. Go to stojobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. And Dennis Semrau, a big opportunity for the Cardinals, forcing the special team's turnover. They take over at the five-yard line. Then, of course, a penalty backed them up back to the 18. But they ultimately finish it off with a touchdown pass, second of the night for Jerry Kaminsky. First time he found Cooper White for six. Yeah, 36-4 to now. It's uh, touchdowns to interceptions for Kaminsky. Uh, one of the leading candidates you'd like to think for Offensive Player of the Year for the Football Coaches Association. Dad's on the board. Doesn't help, man. It doesn't, doesn't hurt any, does it? You kick better is, vote for my son. <laughs> kick is into the air, and it will sail into the end zone for a touchback. So Dennis Semrau, here you go. The Norskis trailing by 14. Both of these teams enter tonight's game having won seven straight after slow starts to their season against great competition. If you are head coach Aaron Mack, what are you telling your quarterback Mason Keys and the rest of your team trying to bounce back here from a double-digit first-quarter deficit? Well, the word fast start, uh, number one of the keys, uh, not happening here. they just got to get a nice, sustained drive here, take some time off the clock, and be able to you know, cut that deficit in half. First down for the Norskis. Handoff, Kale Drinka. And they need to try and establish the run a little bit here, Dennis. They have not been able to do that at all with any success tonight. Drinka just gets a yard, if that. Yeah, they'll mark him at about the 20-and-a-half yard line. Sun Prairie's defense has been pretty formidable no matter which what you look at. They've only given up 100 yards, 100.6 per game rushing and 87 passing. So... Uh, only 12 rushing touchdowns in 10 games. That's a pretty good uh, a feat. Team that wins this game tonight has a great opportunity to try and make a run for a Division II state championship game. Throw right side. That's Brody Harding shoved two defenders away as he tries to muscle forward. He is short of the first down line to gain at the 30, but a muscular play by Brody Harding, the senior, and the leading wide receiver on the year for the Norskis. When in doubt, go to him. That's what Mason Keys does, and it sets up a manageable third and four. Another one uh, var played some varsity basketball as a freshman. Looked like uh, 
120 pounds of you know, <laughs> soaking wet. Uh, the guy's put on some pounds in the weight room. He lo- he's uh, pretty well scripted out there. And you saw that the physicality there is going to help his game in the winter as well. Coming up on one minute to play in the first quarter. Sun Prairie East 14, DeForest nothing. Third and four. Here's the snap. Mason Keys. Pressure coming from every direction. And he is mauled back at the 23-yard line for a loss. First sack of the night for the Sun Prairie East defense getting to Mason Keys. 46 seconds to go in the first quarter in an injury timeout. There is a cardinal defender who remains down, so... While the trainers tend to that player. You almost call that a team sack. Yeah. It was uh, like looking at the team photo of the defense for Sun Prairie. No matter where Keys went, there was nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. want to remind you, this is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. And the trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. Ian Lips was in there, outside linebacker. Started the year out as a starting center. Got moved over to the defensive side. Came into the game with 29 tackles and six tackles for loss. And he was one of a host of Cardinals there that, uh, or a flock of Cardinals. We're going to call a flock of Seagulls. Uh, we go a flock. That's, a flock that's fine. Sure. Yeah, I'm good with that. That, that was, uh, Keys had nowhere to go there. 14 nothing. Sun Prairie East leads to Forest. The WIAA State Football Finals are scheduled for November 17th and 18th at Camp Randall Stadium in Madison. All tickets are sold online, so there are no long lines to purchase them. Order your State Finals tickets online in advance by clicking on the Tickets link located at the top of the WIAA homepage and navigating to the State Football Finals option. The website, again, is WIAAWI.org. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. And the injured Sun Prairie East Cardinals player is Taylor Miller, number twenty or excuse me, number fifty-five, the senior, six foot two hundred thirty pound defensive I stud. I think he's okay. He's getting pummeled by his teammates there. He came bouncing up off there. Well he was in on the sack, so you gotta celebrate getting the sack the there sack, as yeah. well, too. No sack dance though. <laughs> Well, maybe maybe next time he'll get it. Fourth punt of the night for Ugaldi. Another tough one. He's able to haul it in on the run and kick it away. It takes a bounce and will sail out of bounds at the 40-yard line. And a late flag comes in well behind the play. As it stands, it's great starting field position for Sun Prairie East. Can you say Sun Prairie East is on the first quarter? They have. Pretty much. They have. It has been a very one-sided game so far here in the 2-3 matchup in level two of the Division Two WIAA State Football Playoffs. Now, let's take a moment, though, here and check what the flag is. Came in very late after the play. Holding on Sun Prairie East is the call. So they will back it up from where the ball went out of bounds at the 41, put them all the way back at their own 45-yard line. So instead of starting in Norski territory, Sun Prairie East will start in Cardinal 
territory, but quite frankly, Dennis, it hasn't meant hasn't mattered where they've started. No, they're like tonight. Ah, who cares? Just give just give me the ball. I want the ball on offense. Highly anticipated showdown tonight in level two of the WIAA state football playoffs. To our knowledge, we're not sure if these two teams have ever met. DeForest and Sun Prairie East in a football game. Different divisions for the longest time. Oh, but now, Sun... now we're moving the ball again. Okay. Yeah, that was a 10-yard penalty. That's penalty what I thought it should have been yeah. there with the hold. So, yeah. 10-yard penalty. So they are still starting in Cardinal territory, but at this time it's at the 49. So just one yard shy of midfield as opposed to being on the other end of it. The yeah. Cardinals were, were one high school, Dennis. For those unfamiliar, they were the Sun Prairie Cardinals. For the longest time, one of the largest high schools in Wisconsin. Kaminsky takes the snap. More on that in a moment. LeGrant running left side with room to run. Tries to get outside the numbers. Has the edge to the 35-30. Spins his way down to the 26-yard line. Big burst. Cortez LeGrant, the senior running back. Cardinals on the move again with 22 seconds to go in the first quarter. Uh, finalist for the Wisports Sports uh, Senior Running Back of the Year. You saw right there why he deserves some consideration for that. 15 seconds, clock runs, Sun Prairie East to the line. Here's the snap. Kaminsky hands it off. LeGrant again. This time turns it upfield to the 20, down to the 17-yard line. Another big gain for Cortez LeGrant. Six seconds to go in the quarter, and it's another first down carry like for Cortez LeGrant. Are they going to move the chains or not? They're trying to decide. Yep, let's move them. They're going to move the chains, but Sun Prairie East is already walking to the other end of the field. That will end the first quarter of play. 14-0, Sun Prairie East dominates the first 12 minutes of this level two high school football playoff showdown. Cardinals 14, Norskis nothing. You're listening to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin on demand. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, second quarter of action underway. Throw from Kaminsky into the hands of John Vandewall, and he's into the end zone on the first play of the second quarter. The second touchdown catch of the night for the Iowa State Cyclone recruit John Vandewall. All Cardinals in the first 12 minutes and four seconds of this game. It's 20 to nothing pending the extra point. Kaminsky's third touchdown pass here in the first half, and Cardinals are off and running. Point after attempt about to be kicked by Trevor Schultz, the senior kicker who handles both the punting and the kicking responsibilities for the Cardinals this season. That was too easy, and the DeForest Norski defense is allowing a far too much, I think, for the Cardinal defense or for Cardinal offense to take advantage of tonight. Well, the three scoring drives: one thirty-two, thirty-four seconds, and now thirty-five seconds. Very efficient. Point after through the uprights and good. Twenty-one nothing. Sun Prairie East leads DeForest one play into the second quarter on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson. Dennis Semrau, we welcome all of you watching our live free video stream on WisconsinOnDemand.com and the Wisconsin On Demand app. Prep Mania brought to you in part by Nations Lending, where the Nations Lending Monona team finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, or refinancing, they've got your back. I can attest to that. They helped my wife Becca and I with our 
first home buying process. The Lact is your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership, from drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues, because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. Nations Lending, home loans made human. Got to see my buddy Irik Rorvik from Nations Lending, Monona, stopping by the Park Bank ESPN Madison studios earlier today. Appreciate Irik and Kyle and Heidi and the entire team over at Nations Lending Monona that has assisted Beck and I through our entire home buying process. We had a bunch of questions when we first went over and saw Irik about appraisals and mortgage rates, when to lock in, all that stuff. And Irik and the Nations Lending team answered every question, took their time to help us be comfortable and confident as first time home buyers. Speaking of comfortable and confident, that's probably what Sun Prairie East is feeling right now with a 21-0 advantage over the DeForest Norskis. A flag allows Sun Prairie East to kick off from the 45-yard line. A dribbler is fielded at the 5. DeForest on the return, out past the 20 to the 24-yard line, shy of the 25. Norskis will start first down and 10. Dennis Semrau, the scoring drive for Sun Prairie East. Three plays, 51 yards, 35 seconds, capped by a 16-yard touchdown pass from Kaminsky to Vanderwall, the second hookup of the night. Schultz with the extra point. Uh, he's put the ball in the end zone on kickoffs, and um, he's had a 62-yard punt. So right now all three phases of the game. Uh, we've seen on the last series two great runs for uh, uh, Cortez LeGrant. So offense, defense, special teams, Cardinals got it all. Mason Keys quarterbacking the DeForest Norskis on first down and 10 at the 23-yard line. Steps up in the pocket, throws, has Hardig on the right sideline, complete to the 40 as Hardig drags the toes out of bounds. Great catch by Hardig, and that sets up a DeForest first down. Great first play to start this drive. Just what the doctor ordered there. Get out of the uh, shadows of your end zone, and... Uh... Kind of put the Cardinals back on their heels a little bit. They're a little celebrating after that touchdown, and that brings the reality check they need. First down and 10 for the Norskis. Ball in the right hash. Keys takes the snap, looking left, goes one-on-one on the left sideline. Intended for Alex Van Owen, but it's broken up incomplete. Great defense by the Cardinals. Luke Dam, the junior defensive back, was the one who got a hand in there. He was all over Van yeah. Owen. Starting cornerback with 14 tackles here coming into the game. Taking over uh, that spot was Fabrizio Roman. We saw him earlier in the year. He had a, had a uh, great uh, start to the season, but he's been out injured. And Dam has stepped in to take his place. Second down and 10 for the DeForest Norskis, trailing 21-0 with 11.39 to go in the second quarter. Throw left side, wide open man. Incomplete too high for Brody Hardig, who tipped it into the air, and it was almost caught by Max Mitchell, the junior, who was behind him on his route up the left sideline. It falls incomplete. Sun Prairie East may be licking their chops, thinking that could have been a chance for a pick six. Someone would have been in the right place at the right time. Yeah, Luke Dam was right there, almost, if that ball gets tipped uh... Just a little different way, a couple of inches there, he might have had it. And here's the trouble with two incompletions and taking a couple of chances on the first two downs. Now it sets up another third and long for DeForest. They've been in this situation all night, part of the reason they've already punted four times. And you've only taken 15 seconds off the clock, too, so they haven't given your defense much of a break. 
Keys in a shotgun, takes the snap. Flag is thrown. Keys rolling left, backing up, throwing, falling off balance out of bounds. And it sails into the medical tent out in front of the <laughs> bleachers right below us. There is a flag. Let's check what that is. I would guess this is going to be an offensive penalty and a decline coming from Brian Kaminsky and the Cardinals. But you never know. Legal formation. Yeah, they are going to call it an illegal formation. And it is declined to set up another Norski punt. And not even 30 seconds off the clock in that three and out for DeForest. And now watch the punt all the way through here because Ugaldi's had a little bit of trouble with each of the last two kicks. This one could get adventurous. This one's going to bounce to him. He'll be playing shortstop back there before you know it. Two players back to receive the kick for the Cardinals. Typical formation they've run all season on their punt returns. Ugaldi will kick this cleanly away. It takes a bounce at the 35-yard line into the hands of the return man, Connor Stoff. Stoff shimmies his way forward. Another flag is thrown as Stoff lowers the shoulder and drives the pile to the Cardinal 40-yard line. Got to think this one's going to come back a little bit again for Sun Prairie East. And I tell you what, Dennis, between incompletions and flags, we've seen more stoppages of the clock tonight than probably any first quarter and 45 seconds of prep mania all season long first quarter lasted over 40 minutes so it tells you something right there well we want to give the people the most bang for their buck joining us on the free video stream on wisconsin on demand you know we're not on the radio tonight because of the bucks also more chick-fil-a sandwiches for the concession stand to sell yeah <laughs> <not> well, <laughs> dennis semrau of course the first to find the food when he gets to the stadium found the chick-fil-a sandwiches on the special uh, menu items tonight over at the concession stand at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. Making a lot of popcorn over there, too. The only uh, concession stand I know of that sells a Cinnabon. What is, I mean, that's a pretty, pretty incredible spread that they've got going on over here at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. What's your go-to uh, menu item, Dennis, at a game? Well, uh, after we were in Lake Mills, still steak sandwiches were pretty good. <laughs> That is a good steak sandwich in Lake Mills where we were for Lakeside Lutheran and Edgewood last week. Great game that came down to the wire. This one, DeForest got some work to do on offense if they want to try and pick up. First down and 10, Kaminsky threw over the middle of the field incomplete, a little short of his intended receiver. Would have been a tough catch with good defense played by the Norski secondary. Second down and 10 with 11-11 to go in the second quarter. Kaminsky in a shotgun, takes the snap, pressure coming, steps up. Kaminsky throwing deep, has a man too far out in front of Vandewal incomplete. If Vandewal catches it, he's got the speed that he might have been able to make that work all the way for six. Kaminsky just a little too far on the throw, and it's third and ten. And after two incompletions, we have a chance that we could see two punts in the span of about 25 seconds of game time, depending on how this next play goes. I'm just thinking of what we were talking for a pregame. All the other games, Monroe will probably be done by the time this game gets to halftime. Yeah, you know, they the like to run the ball run. out the cheesemakers. By the way, I don't want to make any predictions, but good chance we might see the cheesemakers next Friday night on Zimbrick Honda's Prep You can put in a good word with your buddy uh, Jeff Newcomer, get us in the press box. Well, let's see what we can do here first. Kaminsky rolling on third down, looking downfield, and he will throw. Oh, and he had yes. a man, but I think he stepped out of bounds. What are they going to rule it here? Up at the 43-yard line, it's a catch? Yes! They will say that's a completed pass for the Cardinals. 
Was that uh, White? Like that was Cooper White. that was Cooper White on the receiving end. I can't believe that he didn't step out of bounds. I thought Kaminsky was scrambling and just throwing that ball out of play, but he actually found a man for a first down for the Cardinals. Nineteen yards, too. Quick handoff, Legrant up the middle, shimmies his way forward, first down into Norsky territory. Gets a block. Look out, Gets baby! The edge. There, there he goes. goes Cortez Legrant. Touchdown, Cardinals! What a run! Forty-three yards. 57 yards. Oh, he was on the other 43. 57 <laughs> yards, Cortez LeGrant. Sun Prairie East dominating. It's 27 to nothing. What a run of 57 yards for Cortez LeGrant, the senior running back. Over 1,000 yards rushing coming into the game tonight. That is his 19th rushing touchdown of this season. What a play. And we thought the other drives were short. <laughs> this one was only 28 seconds to go 76 yards. Point after attempt is through the uprights and good. With 10.43 to go in the second quarter, it's all Sun Prairie East, 28 nothing. On top of DeForest, you're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. All Cardinals here at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium with 10.43 to go in the second quarter, 28 to nothing. Sun Prairie East leads to Forest. Do you realize coming into this game, Sun Prairie East had seven straight running clock games? I did not. Looking for number eight right now. One more score. That's where we're at. Who would have thought one of the first matchups ever between these two teams that we could have the potential for a running clock? Two teams that have been so traditionally good for so long. Kick return brought out to the 15-yard line. Not a lot doing for the Norski offense as they set up. Instead of putting the ball in the end zone, yeah, let's make him return it and see if we can pin him inside the 20. And they do. Bingo. Great decision. Whatever buttons Brian Kaminsky and his staff are pushing tonight, remember that for next week and the week and the weeks after <laughs> because everything is going the Sun Prairie East Cardinals way tonight. And we're just barely a minute plus into the second quarter. First down and 10, DeForest at their own 17. Throwing left side. It's complete Brody Hardig with nowhere to run. He is brought down by Luke Dam, who has been all over the defensive secondary for Sun Prairie East. He brings down the leading senior receiver for DeForest, Hardig, for no gain. Actually, he lost a yard. Call it second and 11, back to the 16. Norsky's got to get the offense to stay on the field here for a few first downs at least. Got to do their defense a favor. And not able to run the ball, so they're trying to throw it. Incompletions, yeah, they're just not giving their defense enough of a break. Here's the give. Drinka trying to find some space to run. Gets to the 20, the 21 for a gain of five, but it's still third down and seven, eight yards to go, depending on the spot. Another third and long situation for the DeForest Norskis. Sixth possession of the game so far, five punts, and including the bad snap, which ended up being a turnover and a fumble lost. So uh, 
things have not boded well for this offensive unit. Ball in the left hash. Two receivers in a stack formation on the left side. Two to the right as well. Here's the snap. Here's Keys looking to throw. Goes deep on the right side. Incomplete. Too far out in front of the intended receiver. That was number 12, Nolan Powers, the junior. First time he was targeted. Powers incomplete. Fourth down and six. DeForest will punt. For you, Goldie, punt number six. An uncharacteristic performance tonight for the Norskis so far, Dennis. Usually they've been all, when they've seen so much success winning the 2019 Division Three State Championship, capping an undefeated season, they've had a lot of success up front with strength and that offensive and defensive line, winning the trenches, and they just have done nothing to shut down that front for Sun Prairie East defensively. Yep. Punt away cleanly, and it rolls just beyond midfield before coming to a stop at the Sun Prairie East 49. Another great starting field position spot for the Cardinals. Ugaldi averaging just barely over 30 yards on his six kicks tonight. Uh, so the winning the field position battle is going Sun Prairie East way too. And you've, you know, when you look, you've had to go 70 y- uh, yards, then 18, then 51, and then 76. They're all pretty good. Uh, they have not been pinned inside their own territory which is what the force needs to have happen if they want to force a turnover, get a score. But right now, Sun Prairie's one score away from making this a running clock at halftime. Kaminsky on first down, throws left side. Cooper White catches on the run, nowhere to go. He lost a couple of yards. Good defensive play by DeForest, number 15, Carter Morrison. Second time we've said his name tonight. Morrison gets the tackle for a loss of three. Sun Prairie East facing second and 13 with 8.45 to go in the first quarter, or excuse me, the first half. Morrison, eight interceptions this year. It's just been a phenomenal year for them at the uh, cornerback position. Ball on the left hash. Ball spotted at the 47-yard line of Sun Prairie East. Kaminsky to throw. Goes left side. Has a man wide open. Vandewal first down as he's pushed out of bounds up at the 35. Great play for the Cardinals. First down and 10. Move the chains again. And, Dennis, I got to admit, the DeForest defense looks gassed. They do. The body language is just shrug shoulders, hanging heads, lackadaisical. They've been on the field a lot they in have. this first half. And some Prairie's been in a hurry-up offense, trying to limit the uh, amount of time or subs that, that a force is able to do. So they've got to keep their base defense out there pretty much. Ball on the left hash. Kaminsky takes the snap. Pressure coming. He's going to throw it up for grabs one-on-one. Vandewal comes back to get it. Falling out of bounds. He hauls it in. As he lands on his keister, he got his hand there, excuse me, his legs down first at the 13-yard line. First down, Sun Prairie East into the red zone. Vanderwall having himself a heck of a night. Already two touchdown receptions. Uh, the go-to guy for uh, Jerry Kaminsky. And Iowa State's going to have themselves a good one in John Vanderwall next year. Committed to the Cyclones, already two touchdown catches tonight in this level two playoff game. And a whistle on the snap on first down and 10 at the 13. Guessing this is going to be a false start on the Cardinals or maybe an Electrolyte timeout. Both teams retreating to their benches. Yeah, it's an Electrolyte timeout with 8.21 to play in the second quarter. 28-0. Sun Prairie East leads DeForest on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Prep Mania brought to you by Electrolyte, the best beverage for premium hydration. If you're working outdoors, I'll be doing that tomorrow morning. 
Exercising. I won't be doing that tomorrow morning. <laughs> Feeling under the weather or just need a pick-me-up, Electrolyte is the drink for you. Made with glucose as a natural sweetener, Electrolyte uses glucose in order to provide immediate recovery and is packed with more electrolytes than leading hydration drinks. Electrolyte, total hydration for every occasion. Beck, I got a honeydew list for you tomorrow. Well, I might be feeling up under the weather on Sunday morning. Yeah, we got a little outdoor uh, work to do at our house for the first time. We got some leaves to pick up and then going to make a trip for a little Halloween party on Saturday evening. A little housewarming Halloween party for some of our friends in the Chicago area. Ooh, road trip. Mm-hmm. And then we got to get out of town before the Bears play the Cowboys. We don't want to stick around for that. And no Badger game tomorrow. Hunter Vaughn, our video producer, big Cowboys fan, gave me a little look at that oh. one. Oh, so. I want to thank Hunter and Ryan Wollersheim, our on-site video producers, bringing you the action tonight on Wisconsin On Demand. After the timeout, throw to the end zone. Vandewal's open. <laughs> Third touchdown, touchdown catch tonight. John Vandewal. You knew it. Stack it on. 34 nothing. Sun Prairie East leads DeForest with 8-12 to go in the second quarter. Who saw this coming? Uh, that one was, wasn't quite as productive. That one needed 61 seconds. <laughs> wow. This offense is just on fire. Other than that first series, oh, three and out for Sun Prairie East, they've just been on fire. They've had uh, one fumble lost, but otherwise all touchdowns. Trevor Schultz on to attempt the point after to get this game to 35 nothing. Remember in Wisconsin high school football, a 35-point advantage in the second half warrants a running clock, and Schultz misses the extra point. His first miss of the night, and it's 34 to nothing. Dennis, didn't we have the same thing happen here at Sun Prairie earlier this year? We had a 35 nothing potential on the extra point right before halftime, and then Schultz missed it. First game of the year against uh, Monona Grove. Why, does, why do they just insist on not getting us to the running clock quicker? <laughs> of course, we got a long way to go with that, with 8-12 to go here in the second quarter. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrak of Sun Prairie Stadium. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Don't, don't count your uh, chickens, or in this case, your cardinals, before they're hatched. I mean, Sun Prairie East, Dennis, the, uh, the team that struggled out of the gates one and two. Now, granted, those two losses came to two number one ranked teams, Wanakee and McGuanago. Not in that order. It was McGuanago week two in a non-conference game, Wanakee in week three. Since then, you mentioned it, seven consecutive running clock games. They averaged 51 points a game all season long. And that includes the 45 that they put up in a 55-45 loss well, to McGuanago. They've averaged in their last seven games, it's been even better, 57. Schultz's kick will go into the end zone for a touchback. DeForest will get it first and 10 at their own 20. This has been an incredible performance by Sun Prairie East. Could be their final home game of the season. Sun Prairie East is the two seed in this bracket if they win tonight the cardinals uh, i should say if they hold on to their 34 nothing lead tonight the cardinals would advance to face the winner of kettle moraine and waukesha west a one four matchup in this bracket kettle moraine sun prairie east would be a great game next week but i would pretty much take the cardinals against the world right now the way they're playing norski's on first and ten fake the give keys throws left side brody Harding catch at the 25 Muscling forward near first down yardage as he's tackled outside the numbers near the 30. 
We'll see, depending on the spot, if they move the chains or not. Looks like they'll mark him just shy at the 29-yard line. Second and one for DeForest. And DeForest becoming very one-dimensional. It's basically been keys to heartache for any yards here the last several series. Important that they at least complete that first down pass, though, Dennis, because now it's manageable. Now you get two chances to extend this drive with a second and short. Here's the snap. Keys hands it off. Room for drink and a run. Breaks a tackle there left side go. of the 40. 45-50. And he's shoved out of bounds in Sun Prairie East Territory to the 45-yard line. Best run of the night for Cale Drinka, the senior running back of the Norskis. That's a spark DeForest has been looking for all game so far. Sam Ostrenga on the tackle there. Nice form tackle. Kept him from getting any further... Uh, one step, and that, that could have been a long touchdown down the left sideline, right in front of the Sun Prairie bench, too. First down at the 46-yard line of Sun Prairie East. Handed off. Drinka gets it again. Running into the pile up front. He'll get a yard, maybe two, out inside the 45 to the 44-yard line, depending on the spot. Call it second down and seven, and a gain of three for Kale Drinka. And now this is the formula the Norskis have been looking for to run some clock, keep their defense on the sideline, get a little breather, and move the ball. 25-yard uh, run by uh, uh, Drinkout was, I think, more yards than he had rushing coming into that uh, play. Line to gain the 36. Here's the snap. Keys oh. wants to throw left side, and he throws it out of bounds. Not on the same page or just needed to get rid of it quickly. That was uncatchable, but the nearest receiver in the vicinity was Alex Van Owen the senior. Good pressure from the defensive front there for Sun Prairie. They made Keys throw that ball a little bit earlier than he wanted to. One of those cases there, you want to make sure you don't, when you try to throw it away, you don't throw it away and get it picked off. 34 to nothing. Sun Prairie East leads to Forest with 6.49 to go in the second quarter. Cardinal fans getting loud on third and seven. Keys takes the snap. Pressure coming. Steps up in the pocket. Throws. Too far outside of the outstretched hand of Van Owen again. And now will Coach Aaron Mack leave the offense out on the field? Trailing by 34 in the second quarter. It appears that he will. And what do you have to lose here? Just field position, but um, where your punter's been going, uh, you might only get about 20 yards on the exchange. So might as well give it a shot and good uh, pick up a first down here be a morale boost for the whole team line to gain is the 36 fourth and seven to forest with 645 to go in the first half keys takes the snap flag is down keys rolls right throws downfield one-on-one it falls incomplete the flag may be moot if it was against a forest jet watkins on the blitz there it was chasing uh, keys down He's had a throw on the run and just not able to connect. And before they've even signaled what the flag is, the Sun Prairie East offense and the DeForest defense making their ways out onto the field with 6.38 to go in the second quarter. It was an offensive penalty that was declined. Turnover on downs back to the Cardinals. They'll start this series at their own 43-yard line, up 34 to nothing. Did not see this coming at all tonight. Two high-octane offenses, two teams that are perennial powerhouses 
in Madison Area High School football. Here's the snap. Kaminsky pitches it forward. Cooper White. White coming right to left, using some blocking in front, gets to midfield just outside the numbers where he's brought down. Mere first down yardage to gain. He'll be just short of it. Gain of eight for Cooper White, the sophomore wide receiver. Jet sweep there. Good call on first down. Pick up an eight. If you're just joining us, three touchdown catches for John Vandewall, senior wide receiver, Iowa State Cyclone commit for the Sun Prairie East Cardinals. Kaminsky's thrown four touchdown passes. Here's LeGrant on the run. He's got a touchdown to his name as well tonight. LeGrant bounces outside down to the 35 and lunges forward out of bounds near the 30-yard line. Another great run, Cortez LeGrant. And Dennis, we talked a year ago, so there were a lot of seniors that played a big part in the Sun Prairie team to the state championship in Division One, falling 38-17 to the Franklin Sabres and Wisconsin Badgers quarterback Miles Burkett. But a lot of senior leadership on this Sun Prairie East squad this season as well. Under six minutes to go, Kaminsky is one of those seniors. He finds Kavanaugh for first down yardage inside the 20 down to the 18. Drew Kavanaugh, the junior, on the receiving end. But we mentioned Kaminsky, Cortez LeGrant, John Vandewall. He's injured now, but Evan Richmond played a big part in this team early in the season. The kicker, Trevor Schultz. All seniors that have played a big part already in this game for the Cardinals. LeGrant gets the carry. Running right side, dragged from behind, and he'll only get a yard if that. Norsky defense there to stop him with 5.30 to go in the half. Yeah, on the defensive side, you got Nolan Olson, who's been playing one of the few players who's been seeing action on both sides of the ball. Uh, and also Brady Shanahan, uh, their uh, leading tackler at safety. Pretty impressive that they were able to split the school in two. Sun Prairie becoming Sun Prairie East and Sun Prairie West, and you still maintain these high-caliber players and this senior leadership. Quick pass right side. Kaminsky finds his man. It's Cooper White, the sophomore, down inside the 10, brought down near the 9-yard line, and that's good for a first down and goal situation now for the Cardinals. Yeah, Brian Kaminsky said, people say, oh, Sun Prairie West is a new school. Well, we're a new team, too. We lost half our team. And, you know, guys that uh, they'd coached, of course, when you have a son on the team, uh, you become a lot closer to his classmates. And uh, Brian Kaminsky had coached a lot of those kids in other sports, you know, from second grade on. And all of a sudden, now they're across the uh, sideline from you. And it, was, it was kind of tough. It was, that game here was pretty emotional, even though uh, when you look at what the final score was, 54-7, to it was all Sun Prairie East. Kaminsky fakes oh. the pitch, rolling left, pressure coming, he had to throw it away incomplete. There was a receiver intended over there. Jake so Lacoste there had him, yeah. yeah. Even though it didn't get back to the line of scrimmage, Kaminsky is able to get away with it, and it's second down and goal. I did see as I walked into the stadium tonight here, Dennis, that there were several students that were wearing Sun Prairie West Wolves shirts. And I was wondering, are they cheering for DeForest? Or then I thought no. for a second, no, even though they're rivals, these guys are still, like, they're connected. It's, their friends are still on the yeah. other team. So That rivalry right. across town will develop over the next couple of years as you get people that don't have that same connection from school to school. But for now, yeah, there's a bunch of friends you have from across the way. Here's the throw, Kaminsky, middle of the field, incomplete. It falls tipped at the line of scrimmage by some Norsky defenders. Third and goal. This is the best defense DeForest has played all night the last two plays. Yeah, putting a little bit more pressure up the middle there against Todd Kaminsky. Had to get rid of the ball a lot faster than he wanted to. 
4.27 to go in the second quarter. Sun Prairie East, 34. DeForest, nothing. Norski's averaged 33 points a game and allowing 18 on the season. They're currently being shut out, and they're already 16 points over their average allowed on defense. And now an Electrolyte timeout is called by Jerry Kaminsky and the Sun Prairie East Cardinals to talk things over on the sidelines. Yeah, Jerry Kaminsky, a former UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. I'm glad you brought it up, Dennis. Prep Mania brought to you in part by UW Credit Union. Their online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. Learn more at uwcu.org. And congratulations to this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Ali Sala of Wanakee High School. That name rings a bell, Tarek Sala of the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia. Tarek's daughter, Ali. Congratulations to Ali. You know what she'll be doing tomorrow night? Sectional final against Middleton. Sectional final for Wanakee and Middleton. So you got football night. teams playing today and Very volleyball exciting. teams playing tomorrow. Congratulations, Allie. Good luck to her tomorrow night. The Wanakee Warriors. Good luck to the Middleton Cardinals as well in that contest. Hope for it's a great match. As good as Wisconsin and Nebraska was the other night at the that field was house. Awesome. Throw out of the timeout is intercepted at the two-yard line. DeForest has it coming the other way. Picked off and a return to the 25 before being tripped up. Big number 50, Ryan Horn on the reception. Horn with a takeaway. Flags down after the play. Horn gave a little spike of the football as he was tackled, and I wonder if they're going to think Oops. that's unsportsmanlike. Oh, come on. He was a celebrating. I think so, but, you know, we can't hear everything that's going on down there. There could have been some language. We'll see what the officials decide here. As it stands, it's an interception and a return of 23 yards from the two-yard line out to the 25 by Ryan Horn of the DeForest Norskis. His first interception of the year. With 4.19 to go in the second quarter, great defensive play by DeForest. Kaminsky trying to throw into traffic over the middle of the field. And it looks like a penalty is going to be called on Sun Prairie East. Oh, we've got offsetting penalties occurring here. So, offsetting penalties. So, if you're DeForest, one of the first things you want to do is keep that clock from being a running clock. That missed extra point. Gave him a little break there. And if you can get a stop here, DeForest will get the ball to open the second half. So, hoping that they can put some points up and uh, keep it out there. Sun Prairie East, on the other hand, uh, would not mind being able to rest their starters uh, going into a level three game. Did not think we'd be saying that for this game tonight. The offsetting penalties both did occur after the play. So it is first down for DeForest. I should say after the interception was very clearly made. So it's first down DeForest. They're backed up all the way to their 12-yard line. Mason Keys. Senior quarterback, son of Bud Keys, former Badgers and Packers quarterback. Out onto the field. Try and lead the Norskis down to get a score before the break. Both teams with all three timeouts remaining. Do a little history, but 
Uh, correction, Sun Prairie East used up all theirs. I just see the uh, the score indicator was kind of confusing to me on the scoreboard. My apologies. They are out of Electrolyte timeouts. DeForest has plenty remaining. Yeah, back. Uh, a little story on Bud Keys. We'll talk a little later here when we get a break. Here. Story time with Semra. Can't wait for that. A flag is thrown. Oh, Dennis, no. now's a good time for that story. Let's hear it. <laughs> well, Bud was in school back when I was in, in the 80s when I was working for Sports Information and had some friends who were playing uh, for the journalism softball team, and they recruited Bud to play softball with us and him and a couple friends. So they moved us up to the league figuring we're going to be a power team. No show. They didn't play. We got our butts kicked in for five games, and then they dropped us mercifully down about ten levels so we could at least be competitive. But a bunch of journalists out there getting their butts kicked by uh, by all these athletes and those top-level teams. Dennis Semerow got stood up by Bud Keys in college. You heard it here first on Prep Mania. Ball's out from Drinka, and it's a fumble, and Sun Prairie East gets it back. If that doesn't capture how this night's going for these two teams, I don't know what does. The Norskies force a turnover in the red zone by Sun Prairie East, and the Cardinals force one right back. With 4.13 to go in the second quarter, Sun Prairie East football taking over at the 12-yard line of DeForest with a 34-0 advantage and looking for more. Nothing is going right for the Norskis. Ball on the left hash. Here's the snap. Kaminsky handoff. LeGrant running right side. Stiff arm into the end zone. Too easy. Touchdown number two. Cortez LeGrant. All Cardinals at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. 40 to nothing. Ball, wait a second. A flag is down. Wait a second. Why wouldn't there be? We've seen so many of them tonight. You can't have a hold on that play. That was he was gone so quick. I mean, now you can look at this two ways. Dennis. Yeah, it's a hold. It is a hold against Sun Prairie East. So it was either a hold which forced it to be that wide open, or it was a really bad hold that you didn't need to do because it was so, so wide, wide open. open. So who knows what the real answer is there? But take the touchdown off the board for Cortez Legrant. Oh, and I think we had a personal foul that was also called on Sun Prairie East, it looked like. Or he's just going to keep moving them back? First and 18. Nope, I'm sorry. I, I stand corrected on that. I thought the official indicated that. It must have been something else. 4.07 to go in the first half. LeGrant gets it back. Bouncing right side. Gets the edge of the 15. He's 10. Gone. Turns it upfield. <laughs> this time it counts. Touchdown, Cortez LeGrant. Second rushing touchdown of the night. 21 yards. 40 to nothing. Sun Prairie East on top of DeForest. They're walloping the Norskis. Brings back days of the Nebraska would be kicking Minnesota. My cousin would call me up and say, we just gave up a 70-yard touchdown run, but, oh, it was called back by a penalty. Oh, now it's an 80-yard touchdown run on the next play. Sure enough, uh, Cortez LeGrant, uh, uh, if anybody got a hand on him, I didn't see it. Point after Beautiful attempt run. for Trevor Schultz, the kicker for the Cardinals. He is four of five on extra points so far tonight. This time he kicks it through to make it five of six. 40 to nothing. Sun Prairie East leads to Forest with 3.56 to go in the first half. 
You're listening to Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. 41 to nothing. Sun Prairie East leads DeForest with 3.56 to go in the first half. A little journey in the background. All oh, DeForest right now it needs to hear, uh, don't stop believing. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, tonight you just want to be able to get on the board, get some points there, and uh, slow this juggernaut down. Kickoff from the 40-yard line by Schultz of the Cardinals will sail into the end zone for a touchback. Remember in Wisconsin high school football, a kick that goes straight into the end zone, regardless of whether it's fielded or not, is immediately called a touchback. Dennis Semrau, the scoring drive for Sun Prairie East didn't take much. One play, 21 uh, yards. It was going to be 12, and then it was 21. (laughs) Sun Prairie East. Cortez LeGrant with two rushing touchdowns, three receiving touchdowns for John Vandewall, add one for Cooper White. That's the story of this one. For if that's 38 touchdown passes on the season for Brian Kaminsky, chances are he's not going to get the 40 here tonight. They'll you'll be pulled before then. Uh, I, don't, I don't mean to correct you, Dennis. You are the dean, but that is Jerry Kaminsky. Did uh, I say Jerry? Uh, you said Brian. Brian, I'm sorry. Uh, I just want to make sure the head coach is not throwing those uh, those tutters. Out he wants to be out there throwing. <laughs> he could tonight. Yeah. First out sorry, pass Jerry. complete on the right sideline for the Norskis. Gain of about seven, setting up a manageable second down and three, maybe four. Yeah, Shanahan in on the tackle, but it is a gain of, we'll call it seven. Ball in the right hash. Line to gain is the 30. Ball spotted at the 27. What DeForest is playing for right now is to get rid of the running clock. 35 points needs to be the advantage for Sun Prairie East in the second half in order for the clock to continuously run, except for after scoring plays and timeouts. And on second and short... The carry goes nowhere for senior running back Kale Drinka. This is not a good representation, Dennis, of the impact that Drinka has had on the DeForest team throughout the course of this season. 748 uh, yards on the ground this year, nine rushing touchdowns, averages 83 yards a game. He just cannot find anything tonight. No, that time it was uh, Tyler Rawls, number 27, a reserve uh, linebacker that came in, made a form tackle. Did not, but it basically just got the ball handed to him and was down. Third and six, five wide. Keys takes the snap, fires middle of the field, incomplete, intended for Brody Hardig. Guarded tightly on the Cardinal logo on the 35 yard line in the middle of the field. And it's fourth down and six, and DeForest will punt. The seniors on this DeForest team are the last of any players same goes of course for the fans the cheerleaders the band members the students cheering them on who were enrolled at deforest area high school when the norskis won the 2019 wiaa division three state championship game here's the snap ugaldi kicks it away it'll bounce at the 48 fielded by stoff room to run right side if he can get the edge to the 40 stiff arms a man to the 35 hauled down at the 33 yard line a flag is thrown a fastball from the official on the sidelines and it looks like they're going to get a either a hands to the face or a block in the back against sun prairie east we'll check it a great fielding job by connor stoff on the run got a great bounce off this turf at bank of sun prairie stadium 
landed right where he needed it to, so he just decided to go with it. And it worked out well for him. He wasn't responsible for the block in the back that occurred, but he'll have to deal with the consequences on offense. 2.22 to go in the first half. 41 to nothing. Sun Prairie East on top of DeForest. The officials will mark this off. Back to the 41 of the Cardinals. Dennis, that state championship in 2019 that some of these players got to experience as fans might have been on the freshman or the JV team, most of them, but a thrilling 8-7 win over the Menasha Blue Jays to culminate a perfect season. More on that in a second as Kaminsky rolls left. Now turns it upfield, room to run to the 50, 45-40, 35-30. Kaminsky turns on the Jets to the 30, to the 25, carrying defenders down to the 17-yard line. And he gets up and flexes on a huge run, Jerry Kaminsky. Should be proud of that one. Showed uh, how he can beat you with his legs just like he can with his arm. Tonight he's got four touchdown passes, but... Uh, he he wants to punch one in with his legs, too. The North Dakota Fighting Hawks are getting a good one in Jerry Kaminsky. He's committed to go play for the University of North Dakota next year. Here he hands off LeGrant, who lunges forward for a yard, maybe two, to the 15-yard line. But, Dennis, tell us about that 2019 championship game for the Norskis, what the thrilling finish entailed. Well, it was basically they did not have an offense the whole game, and they had one drive able to punch it in, get the two-point conversion, and that was it. And then Wanaki ends up losing in the next game on a botched extra point attempt. Screen pass left side into the end zone. Connor Stoff touchdown, Sun Prairie East. Stoff gets his turn to find the end zone. Cardinals 47, Norski's nothing with a minute 23 to go until halftime. We open the season here with uh, Monona Grove at uh, Sun Prairie East. Five touchdown passes for Jerry Kaminsky. We're going to close most likely the last game we'll see here for Sun Prairie East this year. That's his fifth touchdown pass of the night. Five touchdown passes for senior quarterback Jerry Kaminsky. 39 now on the season. Something tells me his coach, who's his dad, might want to keep him in there until he gets to 40. Point after attempt for Schultz to try and make it 48 to nothing. Snap, hold, kick. It's through the uprights and good. 48 nothing. Sun Prairie East leads to Forest with a minute 23 to go until halftime. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin on demand. Oops. 30 seconds, Colin. It's going to be a quick second half. of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. Jesse Nelson alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, and it appears the doctor has prescribed a running clock in the second half of this one tonight, 48 to nothing, Sun Prairie East all over DeForest. We thought this would be one of the most tightly contested games in level two of the playoffs. Little did we know that we would be shocked by how this first half has played out. Kickoff into the end zone for a touchback, and DeForest will take over 
first down and 10 in its own 20-yard line. And now, Dennis, if you're head coach Aaron Mack, some decisions that you'll need to make at some point here tonight. You have a bunch of seniors playing in their final game. Keys, Drinka, Hardig, Van Owen, just to mention a few. How long do you leave them out there? You let them play the whole game, their final game, or do you end up taking them out at some point and let them rest up for some actually pursue a college career? Well, somebody got some of these guys playing basketball, too, uh, here in a couple of weeks. You want to get them banged up in a game that uh, the score's out. Uh, they'll, they'll let them play, and then they'll, they'll bring the reserves in so they get uh, get some looks here. Kids for next year get a little bit of playoff experience, something to build on. Drinka takes the carry ahead for four yards. Coming up on a minute to play in the first half. It's second and six for the Norskis. Ball at their own 24-yard line. Line to gain is the 30. Ball in the middle of the field. Receiver set to either side. Here's the handoff. Drinka again. Runs left. Pushing forward. He'll still be short of the line to gain even with a late lunge. He's at the 29-yard line. Setting up third down and one with 40 seconds to go until the break. It's amazing how once the running clock goes into play, how fast the second half ends. And you want everybody to get a chance out here tonight. So uh, I expect both teams to have their starters on the sidelines when the second half begins. Keys takes the snap, another handoff, running left, trying to turn it back right. Not a lot of room to run. 15 seconds to go until halftime. That was probably the final play of the first 24 minutes. Fourth and one. Five seconds, and that is the end of the first half. As one-sided a first half unexpectedly that I think Dennis and I have ever seen in our six years calling high school football games together. Sun Prairie East, the number two seed in the Division II bracket, dominating the number three seed, DeForest Norskis, 48 to nothing as both teams retreat to their respective locker rooms at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. Coming up at the half, We'll give you the first half stats and also see if we can get a few checks from some scores around the area here in level two of the Division II high school football playoffs. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and streaming live and free exclusively on Wisconsin On Demand. is brought to you by the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company, a family-friendly brew pub that you can head to, and they have delicious food from the wings to the pretzels to the cheese curds. Absolutely fantastic. Head on over to your local Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company with four area locations. Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. And also join Alex Strofe, your regular play-by-play commentator for Zimbraconda's Prep Mania alongside former Rose Bowl champions and Badgers Tarek Sala and Derek Engler for the Great Dane Huddle driven by Metro Kia Monday nights from 6 to 7 p.m. on 100.5 ESPN. Dennis Semrau at the half 48 to nothing 
Sun Prairie East leads DeForest. I'm not so sure who's shocked more, the DeForest fans, the DeForest players, or us on how this game has turned tonight. Sun Prairie East is winning a one-sided football game, as the scoreboard would indicate. Well, we talked about the uh, the great one-two punch that Sun Prairie East has with Jerry Kaminsky at quarterback and Cortez the Grant at running back, and they've certainly shown their stuff tonight. But John Vonderwall, the wide receiver, as you said, headed to Iowa State. Uh, he's had a great performance tonight. Came in with 13 touchdowns, and uh, tonight uh, he's caught two touchdown or three touchdown passes already. Um, Connor Schaff, uh, Connor Stoff rather, uh, also with a catch, but. Um, other than that first drive was the three and out for Sun Prairie East. They have just totally dominated this whole first half. Um, and the kicking game between uh, Schultz putting the ball in the end zone on kickoffs to a 62-yard punt when they had a punt. Uh, you look at uh, forcing us some turnovers. I've uh, been able to stop the run and make uh, uh, DeForest pretty much one-dimensional. It was, it, their offense for the most of the first half was Mason Keys to their uh, great wide receiver, Brody Harding. Uh, Drink of the running back was stuffed for the most part until a couple of carries late in the first half. But uh, when your offense only has the ball for three plays at a time and maybe a minute, minute and a half, and then uh, <laughs> the defense goes out, and then the, the Sun Prairie offense has been so effective too tonight, it's just hard to explain how it could be so one-sided in a level two game. Zimmerconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand, brought to you in part by Stoughton Health, where they provide comprehensive and compassionate care to Stoughton community and the entire Madison area, from their sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to the re-owned ortho, excuse me, the renowned ortho team. Might be re-owned too, but it's definitely renowned ortho team with Dr. Ravel. Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Dennis Semrell, let's get a chance. Scoreboard. Here at halftime of Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. And again, we welcome every exclusive live video stream tonight from Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium on Wisconsin On Demand. Some other games going on around the area and around the state. Let's start in Division 2 as our game is here tonight. Sun Prairie East and DeForest. 48-0 Sun Prairie East leads the Norskis at the half. The winner of this game gets the winner of the number one seed Kettle Moraine and the four seed Waukesha West next week. Kettle Moraine, third quarter, with a 17-7 lead over Waukesha West in that game. So as it stands now, should that score hold, and we knew the Wolverines would give Kettle Moraine a game tonight, but as it stands and if it holds, Kettle Moraine would host the winner of this game, most likely Sun Prairie East, pending the greatest comeback of all time, next week in level three of the playoffs. Other games in Division 1 that we want to update you on. A couple of scores from around the state. How about Arrowhead with a 14-6 lead on top of four-seed Madison Memorial? The number one seed Arrowhead and the Spartans. They knew they'd have their uh, tall task going to Arrowhead to try and take down uh, the, the, that strong Arrowhead team that has for so long been such a great a powerhouse in Division One high school football in this state. Yeah, they've been kind of coming back to earth for about the last four or five years. They were dethroned, but, but they're, they're back. They're still classic eight, and as long as you're in that conference, you're going to be competitive. 
I was talking to Alex Strofe in our pregame show, Dennis, about how that Division One bracket is a who's who over the last 15 years of Wisconsin high school football. Bayport was in the state championship game a couple of years ago. They've got a 21-14 lead as a number one seed over four seed Wausau West in the third quarter. Muskego's won multiple championships. They have a 21-18 lead over Franklin in the third quarter in a 1-5 matchup. Muskego getting everything they can handle. If the Warriors win, they would host conference rival Maguanago next week in Muskego. Those two teams played in the regular season at Maguanago. Maguanago beat Muskego, but because the computers did their thing at the end of the year because Maguanago lost the game later, Muskego ended up with the one seed because of the strength of the loss at Maguanago. They would host that playoff game in level three. That's one thing. Uh, coach Brian Kaminsky for Sun Prairie is going to be actually the president for the Football Coaches Association next year. He said the one thing he'd like to see tweaked is that there's more weight to that head-to-head competition. Totally agree with Coach Kaminsky, by the way. Even though it benefited my alma mater, Muskego. We'll see if they get that rematch with McGuanago if they hang on against Franklin next week. What a great game that would be on my birthday weekend. They can't lose to McGuanago two years in a row on my birthday weekend. Dennis, that'd be unacceptable. Some other scores from around the state. Wanakee and Middleton. Dennis, this is a great game on tonight in Division One. Middleton, remember, played Wanakee in Week 2 of this season, and they shut out the Warriors in the second half. They lost the game, but it felt like a pretty good moral victory for Middleton in that second half. Well, tonight, Wanakee with a 14-3 lead on Middleton late in the third quarter. It was just 7-3 until Middleton turned it over on downs and Wanakee went 70-something yards. It would be ironic to score the first time around was 17-14 Wanakee. Middleton scores two touchdowns. It would be the other way around. Middleton's going to have to hustle if they want to get those two touchdowns on the board. Nina and Kimberly, what a great rivalry game up in the Fox Valley. Same thing as McGuanago-Muskego, right, yeah. Uh, Nina with a 28-22 lead over Kimberly as they play in the third quarter in a great game. But that's another one that was controversial, that Nina probably should have been the three, Kimberly should have been the two. But again, a who's who, like you were saying, Dennis, of Wisconsin high school football. Kimberly owned Division One for years. I remember they were just snapping in, set the state scoring uh, sc- record for most wins snapping uh, a record that Wanakee had shared. Could be a lot of Blue Bloods competing for that Division I state championship over the next few weeks. Couple other scores in Division Three. This one's a surprise, Dennis, and it's not a fun surprise for those of us that wanted to see an area team advance. Mount Hora Barneveld, a two-seed, hosting three-seed West Bend East, trailing 17-nothing in the late stages of the third quarter. So much for my runner-up finish for the Vikings. Two years in a row, they're stiffing me. Negative yardage in the third quarter on offense for Mount Hora Barnevelle. One local team still competing well. Monroe and Pewaukee might be one of the best games in the state tonight between the defending Division Three state champion Pewaukee Pirates and the Monroe Cheesemakers. Cheesers. We were hoping to see a resurgence and a reclaim of glory for the Cheesemakers this year. They have a 14-7 lead on Pewaukee as they play into the late stages of the third quarter. We'll get tabs on some other games throughout the course of the rest of the night, including Lake Mills and Lodi, Catholic Memorial and Lakeside Lutheran playing on our sister station, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. And remember, Columbus is in action tomorrow, which you can watch on Daily Dodge TV, our sister station, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam. Mike Tronson. Tim Haldeman, I have a pretty good feeling those guys will be on the call tomorrow night for, uh, or tomorrow afternoon for Columbus as they do battle with uh, 
their opponent's yeah, model level, Yeah, that's a good too. one to get, get you ready for sectional final volleyball that night. Check that one out. If you're not up in uh, the ridges up in Wisconsin Rapids for the uh, state cross-country championships yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Also, no Hopefully Badger game tomorrow, so your schedule's free. Penn State, Ohio State will be long over by then. It's not free. There's plenty of high school stuff tomorrow. <laughs> Take a break. Take a week break from the college action. That's your Great Dane Halftime Show here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Remember, Madison's home for craft beer and pub food since 1994. is the Great Dane Pub and Brewing Company. Four locations in the Madison area. It's easy to enjoy. One of Madison's favorite traditions. Plus, it's fun for the whole family with delicious food available all day long. Visit GreatDanePub.com to find a pub near you. Back with the second half after this, 48 to nothing. 48 to nothing. Sun Prairie East leads DeForest on Zimbrakana's presentation of Prep Mania. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. From Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium, Jesse Nelson, alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau, 48 to nothing. The Sun Prairie East Cardinals on top of the DeForest Norskis as we get set to start play in the third quarter. The Cardinals kicking right to left as we see it in their home red uniforms, white letters and numbers, black helmets with the silver Cardinal decal on either side of it. The DeForest Norskis in their road white uniforms, purple letters and numbers with yellow helmets and the purple decals on either side. Remember, in Wisconsin high school football, even in the playoffs, the running clock rule is in effect. A 35-point advantage for either team, and the clock will continuously run once it is kicked off here in the second half, except for after scoring plays and timeouts. So once this ball is kicked, which it is by Trevor Schultz right to left, it will sail into the end zone for a touchback. And the clock is not running, but I think it should. Do they not start it if it's a touchback, Dennis? I guess we've never once, been in once this. Once they place the ball. Uh, once they place the ball, they will start running that clock. Okay, so we thank everyone that uh, has submitted a few scores for us to share for all of our fans tuning in tonight on Wisconsin On Demand, our live free video stream for tonight's game. A couple more scores to update you from Division 4 for our local teams. Lakeside Lutheran, we had them last week in a thrilling win over Edgewood. They are down 42-7 to Catholic Memorial in Division 4. Uh, that's a juggernaut in Catholic Memorial. Good luck to Lakeside Lutheran. I'm surprised they've hung around that well against them, all things considered. Uh, remember, you can listen to that game on our sister station, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, live right now. No video for ESPN Milwaukee, but you can listen to it live on the ESPN app and on Wisconsin On Demand. And then uh, the battle of two other Capital Conference teams tonight. Lodi with a 20-7 lead on Lake Mills in a compelling 3-2 matchup. Winner of that one gets Catholic Memorial next week in Level 3. First down for the Norskis. It's still Mason Keys at quarterback. He throws left side. Completed pass. And back up to the 20-yard line. There was a penalty for a false start, so there was first and 15. But it was Brody Hardig on the receiving end, number 81. Or correction, Dennis, who do we have there? Uh, Van, o Van Owen. That was Van Owen on the far end of the field. Sorry, I saw Hardig come out of the pile. He must have been trying to block downfield as Alex Van Owen, the senior wide receiver, was on the receiving and running end of that play. So a gain of six sets up second down and nine at the 21-yard line. 
Clock is running. 11.20 to go in the third quarter. You'll be surprised how fast this goes. Here's the snap. Keys fakes the give. Steps back, throws incomplete. Third and nine. And again, the clock runs with the 48-0 advantage for Sun Prairie East. So, Dennis, uh, interesting coaching decisions here in the second half for both of these teams. If you're Brian Kaminsky in Sun Prairie East, this is now your eighth consecutive running clock game. What do you do? Do you want to keep some of your starters out there to get used to playing a full 48 minutes? Or do you want to get them as much rest as possible for some of the challenges that are looming, including Kettle Moraine likely next week in level three? Those are some reserves, but then you got Shanahan out there starting safety. But the front defensive front is all uh, reserves for some period right now. Keys takes the so snap kind of on third down and nine. Batted ball up for grabs, incomplete. Hard to get a chance at it, but it was knocked out of bounds by the aforementioned Luke Dam, who was all over the field in the first half, the junior defensive back. He also played some offense this season, had a couple of catches, including in the game that we had against uh, Maguanago earlier this year in level two. Or, excuse little, me, week two. Some respect there for uh, Keyes, the quarterback, experienced secondary, uh, trying to make sure that he didn't get any long passes against him. And uh, kind of. Mixing in some uh, youth up at the front line and at the linebacker spot. DeForest will punt it away on fourth down and nine. Here's the kick into the air, fielded, and a fair catch called for as it sails out of bounds on the far end of the field. Number two, Sam Ostrenga, the junior, was on the receiving end for that punt, but it goes out of bounds. 9.35 and counting to go in our third quarter here of Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Fans, the WIA has joined the many fan-favorite sporting events that have moved to all digital and cashless tickets for admission into events. With its partnership with GoFan Ticketing, you can purchase and process your tickets safely, securely, and conveniently online for all the exciting state tournaments this fall. Patrons will need to use their mobile device to redeem their tickets at the gate. To purchase tickets, visit the WIAA website at wiaawi.org slash tickets. That's forcing everybody to go digital. Yeah, they've been doing that for a couple for, yeah, of years for now. Some of the older, uh, <laughs> for some of the older uh, grandparents and whatever, that might be a little difficult. It, it can be. I, 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 I have a love-hate relationship, Dennis, with the digital ticketing because it is convenient. It's very easy to transfer tickets if you want to share one with a friend or sell one online. Obviously, for high school, it's a little bit different, but... For like going to a Brewers game, a Packers game, very easy to get the tickets from my in-laws for a game a couple of weeks ago instead of having to go all the way to where they live to pick them up or have them mailed or anything of that nature. But also I do miss having the ticket. Yes. Holding that ticket, saying I was at this game. Always a lot of fun. That was 29 Jackson Wickes, uh, sophomore uh, running back, I think, on that last play. Yeah, and so we do see a couple of reserves into the game for Sun Prairie, so it does appear as though... Uh, they will have the reserves in for much of this second half, resting the starters, looking ahead to next week. Quarterback uh, Max Raymer, number 12. That's right. The sophomore, number 12, Max Raymer, hands it off for the running back. It's number 36, A.J. Colvin. Colvin running right side, brought down behind the line of scrimmage. So it's third and long for Sun Prairie East. 
And again, we're already at the 740 mark here of the third quarter with the continuous clock. Ramers, one who was not on the roster for the first time we were here, and we were trying to figure out who the backup quarterback yes. for Sun Prairie was. Uh, remember who we uh, dubbed the quarterback? Uh, no. Well, uh, Hans Gruber. Hans we Gruber, with, right? yes. John McLean. Uh, uh, McLean from uh, Sun Prairie, a running back. And uh-huh. so we had Hans Gruber, the uh, nemesis uh, for the uh, – uh, it was the Silver Eagles, but uh, yeah. we, now we know it's Max. So Safe to say things got wacky in week one on Simbraconda's Prep Mania. we still got time for things to get wacky tonight here for us as well, Dennis, as we have a whistle and a delay of game penalty called against Sun Prairie East with under seven minutes to go in the third quarter, up 48 to nothing. So back them up five yards, and we'll do it again. And now, so there's DeForest fans that have made the trip here. A lot of them, Dennis. Packed parking lot at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium when we first arrived here yep. tonight. Not a very far trip for the Norski faithful to make. And a lot of the students still remaining on the far end. And they know this is the last time for a lot of their senior friends. This will be their last chance to be on the field. A lot of them might be playing some of their last plays even right now. You never know what the strategy is for Aaron Mack to get some other players involved here. But they're chanting, celebrating some of their favorite players on the sidelines. Oh. For them, it's not their favorite players. It's more so their favorite people that they're cheering on. Jacob Hoyer, uh, or Hoyer, rather, H-E-U-E-R, Hoyer. Yeah, Jacob Hoyer in on a sack. sack. Whoa, that was big. Sun Prairie East on third down. So it's fourth and long. Sun Prairie East will punt it away with under six minutes to go, already halfway through the third quarter. Max meet Jacob. Jacob meet Max. <laughs> and in turn ends up with a loss of six. And it's at the end of the second series, and we're already halfway through the third quarter. That's right. Brody Hardig is back to do the punt returning for DeForest. So he's still out there, the senior. His punt is away. It will fall. Hardig on a roll. Picks it up at the 35-yard line, returning right side. 45-50. Breaks the tackle. 45-40. 35-30. 25-20. Hardig's going to go all the way to the end zone. Punt return for senior Brody Hardig. Norski's on the board in the third quarter. 34 yard lines where he took it, 66 yards, and the scamper to Paydirk, and uh, breaks that uh, score, uh, scoreless, uh, that zip on the scoreboard for DeForest. But we are still in a running clock situation. There's a highlight in your final game of your senior year on the football field, Brody Harding. Touchdown, Norski's. And it's 48-6, to six, pending the point after. On to do the kicking is number 39. It's again Kyle Ugaldi, the sophomore who was doing the punting, and now the kicking as well for DeForest. Here's the snap. Good hold. Kick is on its way through the uprights, and good. With 5.14 to go in the third quarter, clock stops after the score. It means it's time for a 30-second timeout. 48-7, Sun Prairie East leads to Forest on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. (laughs) 
Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN and streaming exclusively with our live video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. Brought to you in part by the GRB Academy, baseball for the serious player. The GRB Academy offers training programs for players of all ages and skill levels. Find the program that fits your training goals and schedule this fall. Position player programs, pitching programs, foot speed and fielding camps, and so much more. Reach your potential at the 52,000 square foot state-of-the-art indoor training facility. Visit grbacademy.com for more information. And we thank the GRB Academy for their support all season long and over the years as part of Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Onside kick, what do you think? Why not? 48-7, DeForest on the board after a 66-yard punt return by senior Brody Hardig. Here's the kick. Nah, they'll kick it away. Semrau tried to call for it, but instead it will go into the end zone for a touchback. And the running clock will start again with 5.14 to go in the third quarter once the ball is placed at the 20-yard line. For nearly 50 years, Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or head to ZimbrickHonda.com to search vehicle inventory. Can you believe, Dennis, five years ago this week, I purchased my brand-new Honda Civic 2018 from the team over at Zimbra oh, Honda. that long ago. Huh? Can you believe it's been five years that I've had that Honda Civic? Haven't Holy cra- moly. Haven't crashed it yet, huh? Uh, <laughs> outside of the first week that I had it. No, Dennis, I've been good, but thanks for reminding me. Appreciate that. Yeah, Hardig with uh, 11 punt returns coming in, averaged 13 yards a kick. That was a beautiful run down right the sideline, right in front of the uh, Sun Prairie bench. No Cardinals uh, were kind of tempted to reach out and <laughs> just stumble and get in his way, but weaved his way through, and uh, it's a, a good finish for him. Well, like I said, we'll be seeing a lot of him on the basketball court, uh, taking over for Max Weisbrod, new coach, and uh, we'll see what the Norskis do. And uh, these teams will not play in basketball. Well, they could play in basketball. Nope. The Sun Prairie's still in the Big Eight. So they are now. Could they meet in the tournament in basketball? Do we know what divisions they are? Um, yet? Yeah, we've got this site set. I'm sure. Yeah. I haven't, haven't looked that far. Yeah, basketball's a long is, way away. I, I'm, you're not kidding, Dennis. The boys start November 14th, though, so it's only three weeks. It's just coming up for a lot of these teams, including. That's always one of the interesting things I think about this high school football postseason is that. You get done with your playoffs, you have the devastating loss, like DeForest is going to be crushed by this loss tonight, but then they're going to turn around in another week or two, they're going to start basketball practice. And it's like, okay, here we go, switch it right on. Let's go into basketball mode. First down for the Cardinals. A flag sets up first and 20 back at the 10. 5.14 to go in the third quarter. Now the clock starts, running clock still in play on the handoff. Running right side for a no gain, just back to the 10-yard line. That was, I believe, was that McLean number twenty-eight. Number twenty-eight, John McLean of the junior running back. No sign of Hans Gruber yet, but McLean picks up a yard. Second down and twenty. Ah, and I've just received a note, Dennis, into the uh, into the broadcast booth, and I'm very excited to share with you momentarily. Here's the snap, running right side, quarterback keeper. Nice play by Max Raymer, the sophomore quarterback. Sprints forward back to the original line of scrimmage near the 20-yard line for a pickup of 10. Third down and 10 for Sun Prairie East. 
Uh, DeForest and Sun Prairie East do, in fact, play a high school basketball game against one another this year. Boys basketball plays a non-conference game against each other on December 22nd. Just in time for the holidays. Right after the 608 tournament that we, we will be broadcasting. We should bring fact checkers and statisticians with us to our Park Bank ESPN Madison remote studios more often. How about that? Well, thank you, Sean. <laughs> Here's the snap, handoff, McLean sprints away from one, and actually, correction, that's A.J. Colvin, number 36, the running back, who couldn't quite stay on his feet as the Norski defense got in after him. Fourth and 11, Cardinals will punt it away, 3.30 to go in the third quarter. And DeForest has a chance, Dennis, to get the ball back and cut this back down inside of a 35-point deficit. Now, for those wondering at home, Dennis Semrau, does that mean the running clock stops, or does it continue? I believe it should continue, but it does. I've seen it stop during games too. So, well, what the heck does that mean? Are you, I, I, th I, I think it's pick? kind of it's kind of up to the, the, <laughs> the uh, up to the coach. I believe it's up to the coaches. Oh, they have an agreement, They're like a like a summit. They go to the middle of the field. Okay, do we keep it running, or what do we do? That yeah, should just be uh, once you go over that. Uh, the, over the barrier is the way it should be, but yes, when it gets underneath, they can't. But I'm not sure what the playoff ruling is because I've rarely covered a game where we've been in a running clock situation this early. I feel like I'm talking to the Riddler right now. I didn't know I was yeah. in store for a Sudoku during this broadcast. Just keep it guessing, that's all. And I don't know what the heck just happened, but Sun Prairie East is going to punt in a while. Why did they keep the offense out? There was 4th and 11, and you're up 48-7. to seven. That was, the, that was the, the first punt return team, or punt team. This is the backup punt. Yeah, they had to bring the new guys out. Yep, here's the kick. It's blocked by DeForest. Partially deflected, and it goes out of bounds at the 20-yard line of Sun Prairie East. Great starting field position, best of the night for the Norskis. As the clock continues to run with two minutes to play in the third quarter, the Norskis won't go down without fighting hard to the finish line. And the offense comes out with another chance to score following the Hardig punt return on the last series. Well, this is uh, good, good as a return. Ball's on the 20. You're at the best field position they've had all night. Simbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, 48-7. Sun Prairie East leads to force. We'll be back on a live free video stream next week on Wisconsin On Demand. Game to be announced. Madison area high school football. The starter's still out there for uh, Mason Keys, the starting quarterback. The senior steps up, throws right side near the goal line, caught lunging to the pylon, and the official indicates that it was never cleanly maintained by tight end Tucker Grundle. So it's incomplete in a second down and ten, looming for DeForest. Would have been a great catch and score by Grundle. Yeah, Grundle came in with 11 catches, two touchdowns. Nice uh, little corner route there. And with his size, it's 6'4". All he had to do, Keys had to do was just throw it up and let him go up and get it. Made a bit of an impact in that week one showdown. Through most thrilling game of the year, if I do say so myself, on Zimbraconda's prep mania. Week one, Wanakee DeForest. What a game that was. 42-34. Wanakee emerging victorious at DMB Community Bank Stadium. Trinka rolls out from the backfield. Keys steps up, throws middle of the field, has a man into the end zone. Touchdown, DeForest. 
Alex Van Owen, senior wide receiver, with a highlight touchdown catch in his final game for the Norskis. 17 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Sun Prairie East up 48-13, but a touchdown catch, the sixth of the for Alex Van Owen. Nice look by Keyes there, Dennis, able to manipulate the pocket, stepped up, it collapsed downfield. Van Owen ran wide open, he found him. Easy catch as long as he hit him in stride. And he did just that. A little slant post pattern. He was wide open. Point after is up and good, 48-13, excuse me, 48-14. Sun Prairie East leads DeForest. The lead is down to 34. Prep Mania brought to you in part by Nations Lending. The team at Nations Lending Monona finds home financing solutions that are as unique as you are. Whether you're buying your first home or your next home or refinancing, they've got your back. They'll act as your personal advocates to inspire the true sense of home ownership. From drinks on the patio to blanket forts in the living room to the smell of backyard barbecues because that's how they help you home. Go to nationsmadison.com to get started today. nationsmadison.com. Nations Lending. Home loans made human. When we first met with Eirik Rorgvig and the awesome team at Nations Lending, we had a bunch of questions because we were confused about all the financial aspects of what it meant to buy a home and all the appraisals and mortgage rates to lock in. It was almost as confusing as asking Dennis Semra about the running clock rules in the high school football playoffs. <laughs> Sorry, partner, I had to. <laughs> I've left the dean it's, speechless. It's supposed to be... But I, I, the truth, I've seen it both ways, and a lot of times it comes down to the, what the coaches decide back and forth. We've had, um, just like at halftime, I've had games where it's actually started in the second quarter of games. Teams are worried about injury. Starter gets knocked out or whatever, but the 35 points is for safety. Unfortunately, then it, it uh, penalizes the reserves that just don't get a lot of time as it is. And then it goes by so fast. Norski's kickoff. This kickoff will sail into the end zone for a touchback with 17 seconds left. And the Sun Prairie offense comes back out onto the field. 17. Prep Mania brought to you in part by UW Credit Union. Their online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime, anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed just for you. Learn more at uwcu.org and follow ESPN Madison on our social media platforms to learn more about our season's UW Credit Union student athletes of the week the starters are back out on the field for sun prairie east jerry kaminsky hands off to cortez legrant who runs right side and we have our answer dennis somehow the clock stops as legrant picks up first down yardage it will now run out to conclude the third quarter we'll see if the starters stay out there for sun prairie east maintaining a 48 to 14 lead with 12 minutes to go in level two of the wiaa football playoffs you're listening to zimbraconda's presentation of prep mania on 100.5 espn and wisconsin on demand 
Jesse Nelson, Dennis Semrau, fourth quarter of Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, Level 2, Division 2, WIAA football playoffs. The Sun Prairie East Cardinals with a 48-14 lead on the DeForest Norskis. The starters are back in the game for the Sun Prairie East Cardinals, and a handoff for Cortez LeGrant goes virtually nowhere. And Dennis, this has to be a little difficult, I would think, as the Cardinals now face second down and 10 for the psyche of some of these Cardinal players, thinking their night was done. But then the Norskis get two scores. You get back to the regular clock rules. And so Coach Brian Kaminsky well, decides to bring the starters back out. These guys want to play, though. They'd rather do that than sit on the sidelines. So even though they like to see their teammates get some time, they'll take advantage because they're having such a great night. They, they don't mind adding a few more points to their total. If you're just joining us, Jerry Kaminsky has five touchdown passes tonight. Here he slings it left side. Complete Connor Stoff muscling his way forward, also using the legs with the speed. Picks up first down yardage, pushed out of bounds at the 46-yard line of Sun Prairie East. First and 10 Cardinals. Clock stops with 11-10 to go in the game. Jerry Kaminsky, five touchdown passes tonight, three of them to John Vandewall, the Iowa State commit. Also a touchdown pass to Connor Stoff. Also... A touchdown pass to Cooper White, the sophomore wide receiver. Two rushing touchdowns for Cortez LeGrant, the very talented Cardinal running back as well. LeGrant gets the carry here. Breaks his way through a couple of potential tacklers and dives forward into Norski territory, shy of the 45-yard line. Pickup of eight, second and two for the Cardinals. 10.55 to go in the game. And the Cardinals are in no hurry, which is not what their usual style of offense is. Usually they like to get moving. One of the cool uh, features here at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium, Dennis, on their video screen, all the players have their individual cards that they get to show to give them some recognition after a job well done. More on that in a second as Kaminsky throws. Middle of the field has a man a little low intended for Vandewall, and it's incomplete. Second and... Excuse me, third and two upcoming for Sun Prairie East with 10.21 to go. So after that big run by LeGrant, they decided to post all five of the offensive linemen that are currently on the field. Give them a little credit for LeGrant's run. thought that was a nice touch here at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium. And you're a guy who loves a little love for the offensive yeah. linemen. Last one was Alton Williams, uh, the uh, 6'8", 265-pound junior. Strong run blocker, of course. Kaminsky handoff, LeGrant, nope, Kaminsky keeps it himself, what a great fake, and Kaminsky gets enough for the first down before innocently running out of bounds, just shy of the 40-yard line of DeForest. Pickup of three when they needed four, and first down, Sun Prairie East. Speaking of three, three words Brian Kaminsky had for the players that are out there, can you guess what they are? What are you Don't get hurt <laughs> well i don't if, he, if he's that worried about it just leave the reserves out there you're it's, up 48 to 14 you're messing, i don't and i understand it i'm gonna criticize the coach but tempting fate yeah hopefully they don't have to think about anything like that the way this game progresses here's the handoff legrant brought down from behind on the cardinal logo at the 35 yard line on first and 10 a gain of six second down and four for sun prairie east uh, big props to our ESPN Madison teammate and Olympic gold medalist Matt Hamilton. 
appearing on the Jumbotron at Pfizer Forum tonight at his first Bucks game in almost 20 years. Oh, yeah. They got him on the Jumbotron tonight, Dennis. When's the last time you were on the Jumbotron? They ever get you on, like, the Kiss Cam or uh, what are the other, some of them? The Muxel, like the Flex Cam, where you stand up and flex for the camera? No, I think they showed us when uh, we had the uh, pandemic year. We were just <laughs> the stat crew sitting in the middle of nowhere with all these cart cutouts around us. <laughs> Here's the handoff for A.J. Colvin, the backup running back, the junior. Saw a lot of action this year because all the running clock games Sun Prairie East was involved in. Colvin with 40 rushes, 221 yards, and four rushing touchdowns entering play tonight. Picks up a first down to move the chains for the Cardinals with 9-15 and counting to go in the game. 48-14, Sun Prairie East leads to Forest. Dennis, I'd like to see you and Karen on that one where you have to, it's the Simba cam where you pick up, uh, usually it's like your little toddler, you pick him up like he's Simba. Simba. Uh, I see Karen pick you up and hold you up like that. Our kids are way too old for that. (laughs) (laughs) Kaminsky in a shotgun formation, two receivers left, one right. Here's the handoff. Colvin is bumped and brought down before he could get back to the line of scrimmage. Coming up after the game, stick around with us on the video stream on Wisconsin On Demand. We'll do our best to bring you some final scores from around the area here. Level 2 of the WIAA football playoffs. Our game will probably be one of the latest to conclude tonight. Yes. So we should have a lot of final scores to report. Even with a running clock here for a while. Special thanks to Hunter Vaughn, Ryan Wollersheim, our on-site video producers. Chuck Stanger helping us out tonight as well. Kaminsky, snap, throws left side. It is caught by Drew Cavanaugh, the H-back. And he's able to muscle forward to the 26-yard line of DeForest. They'll give him a generous spot to the 25. Sets up third down and four. Seven forty-five to go in the game. And again, Sun Prairie East is taking its time, knowing they are nursing a 34-point advantage. Longest drive of the night, their 11th play out there. Here's the handoff. Running right side. Burst of speed, trying to get the edge to the 20-yard line and falling forward, staying in bounds. Cortez. Cortez LeGrant with a heady play to stay in bounds and continue to run that clock as he picks up first down yardage down to the 18-yard line. Cortez LeGrant is going to be a talented college running back for whichever team decides to bring him in and give him an opportunity. No commitment as of yet, but LeGrant is a sensational player who I think is overshadowed by Kaminsky and some of the the offense that Sun Prairie East runs here. But he has had some absolutely incredible rushes in the games that we've called here over the last couple of years, Dennis. And added a new dimension this year. Able to catch the ball out of the backfield a little bit. He saw a big screen pass touchdown in the first game, and he's picked it up from there. Handoff for John McLean. And he runs forward for a couple of yards down to the 15. 6.30 to go in the game. 48-14. Sun Prairie East leads to Forest. Also, special thanks to Colin Russo, our audio producer back in our Park Bank ESPN Madison studio, downtown of the AmFam Spark Building on East Washington Avenue. Some Prairie East has had the ball this whole fourth quarter. 
play number 13 of the drive, which started on the 20. Well, if you're going to put the starters back in, it's might as well let them get their money's worth. Unlike the big chunks they got early, now they're just grinding it out. Another handoff, stiff arm, McLean running left, but a couple of Norski defenders swarm to bring him down before he can turn it upfield. Third down and about nine yards to go. He might have lost one there. And there is an injured Cardinal down, and I think that is McLean. Clock stops with 5.47 to go in the game for the injury. While we have an opportunity, we'll take a timeout. 48-14, Sun Prairie East leads to Forest on Zimbraconda's Prep Mania. Nelson, Dennis Semrau back at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium at Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN in Wisconsin on demand. Injury to John McClain, the junior running back for the Sun Prairie East Cardinals as the Cardinals look to run out the clock here up 48-14 to on DeForest with 5.47 to go in the game. Prep Mania brought to you in part by Canopy Wealth Management, where they believe community is everything, and they're constantly working towards the betterment of our community. That's why they've partnered with Gilda's Club, the Madison Capitals, Kids from Wisconsin, and JDRF. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started with them today. Out of the timeout, clock runs because that play did end inbounds. It's third down and eight for the Cardinals. Jerry Kaminsky, senior quarterback. Uh, offsides. Yeah, offside, drew the Norskis offsides. That's a great play by Kaminsky. Drew Jacob uh, Hoyer offside there, the right defensive end. Got the hard count to set up third down and three. Much more manageable than third down and eight. Final scores we will update you on after this game concludes. We will give you one right now as a little tease. Lodi, 34-13 over Lake Mills. Lodi advances. They will face Catholic Memorial, Memorial in level three next week. Catholic Memorial taking out Capital Conference teams one by one now as they look to repeat again as Division Four state champions. Columbus could be the team waiting in the wings at Camp Randall Stadium if the bracket plays out to chalk. Here's a pitch play coming right side. Connor Stoff trying to find the end zone, and he gets there. Second touchdown of the night for Connor Stoff. Extends Sun Prairie East lead with five minutes to play. It's 54-14. A little underhand pitch. Connor Stoff coming left to right, and he made easy work to navigate his way into the paint. And that will mark the return of the running clock for the remainder of this game with five minutes to go. So it will be a sprint to the finish once the kickoff is put in play. That drive of 14 plays, 80 yards, 7-17, consumed more time than all the other touchdowns on Prairie scored. It's a fake extra point, and Jerry Kaminsky runs it in to get it to be 56-14. It may have been a bad snap that Kaminsky had no choice but to take it himself. But none of the Norskis were waiting for it. Why would they on a 40-point advantage? But, yeah, it looked like a bad snap that Kaminsky had to make a choice. And so he decided to run it in. So 56-14. After all that, they end up getting the point back from the missed extra point earlier in the game. And now it's a more traditional score. 56-14. Cardinals on top. 
Fans engage in the conversations about high school sports in your community and throughout Wisconsin. Take your tablet, smartphone, or cell phone and follow the WIAA on its Twitter accounts at WIAAWI for general information, at WIAAWI State for state tournament updates. You can also friend the WIAA on Facebook and find them on Instagram. Connect with the WIAA today. Dennis Semra, are you friends with the WIAA on Facebook? You should be. Yes, I am. That's right. By the way, this is the battle of the Badger Large versus Badger Small. That is correct. Badger Large Conference represented by Sun Prairie East. Second record, second place behind only undefeated Wanakee in the Cardinals' first year in the Badger Large. DeForest, 6-1, second place in the Badger Small this season behind conference champion Mount Hora Barneveld, which was on the ropes earlier tonight against West Bend East in a 2-3 matchup. Scoring drive, 14 plays, 80 yards, 7 minutes, 17 seconds. Like I said, it consumed more time than all the other scoring drives combined for Sun Prairie East tonight. That's how quick they scored and how many chunk plays. In this one, all those 14 plays, 12 were on the ground. And with that's, the, how do you run, that's how you run the clock out on the game. Yeah, no doubt. And then this is also how you do it. With the kick return fielded to the 18-yard line, the clock is already in motion. 4.15 to go in this game. Mason Keys in what could be his last drive as a DeForest Norski throws it deep for Brody Hardig. Has him in midfield. Defender falls down. Harding all the way to the end zone. High fives his teammate Alex Van Owen. <laughs> senior and senior celebrating one last time in the end zone. Touchdown DeForest. Big play. 82 yards. Senior Mason Keys to senior Brody Hardig. High five senior Alex Van Owen and takes it in for the touchdown for what may be one last time as DeForest Norskis. Number 81 goes 82 yards for a score. Add that on to that punt return of 66 yards earlier. Brody Hardick has had quite a night. He has nothing to be ashamed of in this game. The flags came flying with the high five, with the celebration in the end zone. But you know what? But that was good. Was that? That was awesome. That's got to be the best celebration I've seen in high school. Game. That was really cool. Let's go. <laughs> that was really cool for, for Mason Key and for a tough night, you know. And for, they didn't dog it or anything. His teammate just celebrated. The, they were celebrating yeah, among themselves. themselves yeah. Obviously, like, they're not gloating. They're down a million here. That wasn't a taunt or anything like that. Oh. And you know what? I think uh, let's see what ends up happening here. Yeah, I think the penalty is unsportsmanlike conduct against DeForest. And maybe they'll enforce that on the ensuing kickoff. I can't tell if Coach Kaminsky decided to decline the penalty or if that was even an option to him or not, but the score stands and the extra point will be kicked as it usually is with the ball spotted at the three-yard line. Point after attempt for Kyle Ugaldi is through the uprights and good. My favorite highlight of the night, in all honesty, 56-21. Sun Prairie East leads DeForest an 82-yard touchdown pass from Mason Keys to Brody Hardig they connect for his eighth receiving touchdown this season what a moment for some seniors for DeForest to go out with a bang 
While we have a moment, we'll remind you that Zimbrick Honda is brought to you in part by Stoughton Health, where they provide comprehensive and compassionate care to Stoughton's community and the entire Madison area. From our sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to our renowned ortho team with Dr. Robble, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Yeah, it just makes the score look a little more respectable, but uh, uh, everybody knows who dominated this game tonight. You know, that's a highlight that I would love to see uh, us be able to, to share for the Norskis on a tough night for DeForest. They come out with a really cool moment there for three seniors involved. We'll get to talk to Brody Hardig uh, this year. I'm sure he'll be nominated as a profile. Talked to the coach about that earlier in the year, but to get him to talk about what that felt like. So the Norskis will kick off. Clock stopped after the score with four minutes to go. Now the onside kick. <laughs> Why, not? <laughs> Why not? Come on. <laughs> Come on. I want to see one. They're down 35 with four minutes to go. Running clock still in play once the ball is put back in play. My favorite game still was when Middleton and LaFollette were playing at Middleton, and LaFollette did three straight onside kicks against the Cardinals and got two of them back. Still lost the game, but yep. it was fun. Uh, that's a fun finish. Kickoff is fielded back at the 20-yard line by Sun Prairie East. The return comes for number 24, Gavin Meese, the sophomore. And Meese brings it back out to the 33-yard line is where Sun Prairie East will set up first down and 10 and likely wrap up this game. If they can pick up one first down, they should be able to run out the running clock. Cardinals will advance, and they will face... Kettle Moraine next week, who had a big lead on uh, their opponent, the four-seed Waukesha West in the Division II bracket, 31-7 as of last check. We'll get you a full run of final scores from around the area and around the state coming up in our post-game show, so stay with us. You don't have to search the Internet for all the final scores. We'll do our best to bring the relevant ones to you right here on Zimbrick Honda's Prep Mania. Dennis, I guess the big question here is Sun Prairie East plays its final moments here at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium this season. High snap, and the quarterback is number 12, Max, Max. Raymer still, as he's back poor, into the game, and he falls Max. on it. Yeah, Max <laughs> got a tough sacked and then a bad snap there. So, Dennis, do you think Sun Prairie East is state championship caliber? I think they are. I mean, explosive as the offense is, they make some great plays on defense. They were able to stuff the run tonight. What hesitations do you have about them being able Depth, to win it all? Right now, they're a, a player or two. They can't afford to lose Cortez the Grant, the running back, or or uh, they can't afford to lose uh, Kaminsky. They've, they're a receiver down, but then got a sophomore, Cooper White, who stepped in and played. Um, defensively, they lost uh, Fabrizio Roman. But um, we talked about uh, was it uh, Luke Dam has been able to step in and make some plays. But that's the one thing that Sun Prairie was was strong a year ago was the depth of injuries happened. And with the split to two high schools, some of those defensive players they could really use are Wolves now instead of Cardinals. But um, it's it's a fine margin, and everybody's good right now from now on. I mean, you're, you're not playing you know, the, the chance of somebody slipping through. Last year, Monroe was the lower seed. They were still a really good football team, even though they were like a, was it a five, five, six seed? Yeah, I believe they made they were, it to yeah. level four. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you get to this time of the year, everybody is really good, and sometimes it's the breaks. 
When I saw a volleyball game last night where Sox jumped out against 9 nothing to, to start a set. I've never seen that in the sectional. And Kiwaskin played well later, but, hey, when you get down that big against a good team, it was like Sun Prairie getting down against McGuanagoe early in the year. They can't afford to start like that in the playoffs. High snap. Raymer hands it off, running A.J. Colvin up the gut to the 25-yard line, approaching one minute to play in this game. So one more snap might just do it. And how about that? Mason Keys, Brody Hardig, Alex Van Owen never even had to get benched in their final game for the reserves to come in. They will go out with an 82-yard touchdown pass for the Norskis. Great career for Keys, great career for Hardig, great career for Van Owen. A lot of these guys are multi-sport athletes, so they'll be able to still compete throughout the rest of the year for the Norskis in different athletic endeavors, but... Their final football game for a team that started all the seniors going out as freshmen who were on that 2019 state championship squad for the Norskis. Only eight teams in the state, seven uh, 11-man and one eight-man football team get to say they won their last game. Unless you're an 0-8 team that you won your last game. <laughs> yeah, actually, there's quite a few. <laughs> there's, a, there's a few situations. The guys like in my that, senior but. class at Muskego High School, they went 1-8 their final year, but they won the last game against Racine Case. There you go. Went out on top. A delay of game penalty will wind down the clock. This one is over. Sun Prairie East advances to level three with a convincing 56-21 win over the DeForest Norskis. We did not see this one coming the way it did. Sun Prairie East finds the end zone eight times en route to a dominating win in level two of the WIAA football playoffs. Dennis Semrau and I will be back for the Stoughton Trailers final haul, plus a check of scores from around the area of the state relevant to you, our loyal viewers on Wisconsin On Demand. Don't go anywhere. Post-game coverage continues next on 100.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin On Demand. Jesse Nelson alongside the Dean Dennis Semrau at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium where the Cardinals emerge victorious by a final score of 56-21 to 21 over the DeForest Norski. Sun Prairie East advances in the level three of the Division II playoffs. They will face Kettle Moraine, the number one seed on the road next week. Sun Prairie East at Kettle Moraine on Friday night, November 4th in level three of the Division II AA football playoffs. Before we get a check of the scoreboard for other area games, let's settle the score with our final haul, brought to you by Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers and big opportunity at Stoughton Trailers. In their 60th year, Stoughton Trailers has built a lot of trailers, and their customers want more. Join a winning team. Immediate openings at new higher pay rates on both first and second shift at their Broadhead, Evansville, and Stoughton locations. Assemblers, welders, forklift drivers, and more. Go to stowjobs.com. That's stojobs.com. Stoughton Trailers. Big trailers. Big opportunities. Dennis Semrau, the dean of area high school sports, with your Stoughton Trailers final haul. All you need to know, Jerry Kaminsky, five touchdown passes. First game here against the Monona Grove, he threw for five, and tonight five more. Didn't punch any in with a run except to get a two-point conversion on a run, which is great. Uh, just some great wide receivers. Again, Cooper White has stepped in and had a, it caught a touchdown pass. John v Vanderwall caught three pat touchdown passes. And uh, Cortez uh, LeGrant, he just showed uh, his, uh, 
his dominance on the on the field. Uh, for uh, DeForest, it was uh, fun for Brody Hardig tonight. I mean, you got the DeForest team down there taking a knee around their coach as he gives them the last uh, speech of the season. And uh, Hardig with a 66-yard punt return and an 82-yard catch. And the celebration of the year so far. No doubt. Being uh, his uh, teammate uh, Alex Van Owen uh, doing a high-five about the 10-yard line as he's cruising in. The defender had slipped and fallen, and all like, he's had to do was lay it in there, and he did. And Hardig went 82 yards. Number 81 going 82 and finishing up 21 points, but... 56 points for Sun Prairie East, 34 in the second quarter. They just dominated in the first half. Uh, you look at any stat tonight, uh, with the exception of the punt return yardage, thanks to Hardig, uh, Sun Prairie East controlled. Prep Mania brought to you in part by Stoughton Health, where they provide comprehensive and compassionate care to Stoughton community and the entire Madison area. From their sports rehab facilities in Oregon and Stoughton to their renowned ortho team with Dr. Robel, Stoughton Health can help. Learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. A check of area and statewide scores in the brackets in Divisions 1 through 4 here on Zimbra Honda's Prep Mania. We will not give you all the scores. We will give you the ones we find to be the most relevant to you, our loyal fans watching tonight's DeForest Sun Prairie East game on Wisconsin On Demand. Arrowhead defeats Madison Memorial. They will move on to face the winner of Hamilton and Marquette, who topped Verona in a 7-2 matchup last week. So Madison Memorial's season, Mike Harris and his squad done after a level 2 bowout at Arrowhead. Fought them hard. Arrowhead advances over Madison Memorial. So that means there are no more local teams besides Wanakee remaining in Division One on the other side of the bracket. Wanakee with a 21-14 win over Middleton. We knew Middleton would give Wanakee a game. It was close. Wanakee advances. They will face Kimberly, who won the game of the night over Nina. Rivalry game. Two teams that fought and there was a lot of debate and some controversy over whether Nina or Kimberly deserved the three seed, the two seed, who would get that home game. It was played at Nina. Kimberly went on the road and got the win 29-28. Kimberly at Wanakee next week in level three of the Division One WIAA football playoffs. That would be the best game in Division One next week, except for this one. You got it, Dennis Semrau. McGuanago, Muskego. They will meet in level three next week at Muskego in Pro Stadium. Let's go. I might have to make the trip down there for that you game. Take a night off next week. Muskego, the number one seed, despite losing head-to-head against McGuanago in the regular season. McGuanago lost another game later in the year. Strength of schedule, favored Muskego. Kind of ridiculous. Nonetheless, Muskego gets the one seed. McGuanago, the two seed. Muskego will host McGuanago. And what I think, the, the winner of that game is playing in the state championship. It's just a matter of who they're playing. Likely Wanakee. We will see how that plays out next week in Division One. All right, on to Division Two. I mentioned already, Kim Kettle Moraine defeated Waukesha West tonight, 34-7. to Kettle Moraine advances to face... Sun Prairie East, the Cardinals' victors here, 56-21 over DeForest. No other local teams remaining in that bracket in Division Two. So it is Sun Prairie East as the lone survivor for our Madison area teams in Division Two, following their win tonight over DeForest. Down to Division Three. If we thought Kimberly and Nina was the game of the night, there might be one more. Monroe and Pewaukee. 
Monroe, the number one seed, one of the best teams in the state this year, the Cheesemakers, hosting the defending Division Three state champion, Pewaukee Pirates, the number four seed. Monroe was up on top early. Pewaukee took a 21-14 lead in the fourth quarter. Monroe scored with 15 seconds left. They got into the end zone, went for two, and converted the two-point conversion. Monroe advances 22-21 over Pewaukee in an absolute thriller. The Cheesemakers will host West Bend East next week in Level 3. West Bend East, 36-13 winners on the road over the Mount Hora Barneveld Vikings. Season comes to an end for head coach Brett St. Arnold and a really talented, really good Mount Hora Barneveld squad this year. Just not their night at home against West Bend East tonight. So West Bend East at Monroe next week in Level 3. And in Level 4, Lakeside Lutheran, thrilling victory last week at home over Edgewood. Lakeside Lutheran falls tonight. As many expected, they would. Catholic Memorial's a juggernaut. 42-7 the final. Catholic Memorial advances over Lakeside Lutheran. Catholic Memorial will host Lodi in a game next week that you will hear on our sister station, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. Catholic Memorial with a win tonight over Lakeside Lutheran. Lodi, 34-13 winners over Lake Mills. Catholic Memorial, Lodi. Level 3 next week on 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. That's our check of the bracket. Columbus in action tomorrow in Division 4. So we'll see how they fare tomorrow when they play against the 5 seed Baldwin Woodville that didn't want to drive home so late at night on a Friday. So they will play at 1 p.m. tomorrow afternoon on our sister station, 1430 ESPN Beaver Dam and streaming with video on Daily Dodge TV. Did we get a Marshall score, a final? Uh, I do not have a Marshall final score in front of me. I apologize for that, Dennis. I don't have a Marshall final score, but I know they were uh, they were trailing in the fourth quarter against Luther 12-7 in the fourth quarter. So unfortunately, no Marshall final score to report for you at this time. So uh, we'll have to scour the internet to get uh, our finals check of that game. Our final here, though, at Bank of Sun Prairie Stadium, Sun Prairie East, 56, DeForest, 21. Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda's provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. And the trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a newer used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search vehicle inventory. Zimbraconda's Prep Mania will return next week. A game to be announced Friday night, streaming live and free exclusively on Wisconsin on demand thanks to our video production crew ryan wollersheim hunter vaughn here at bank of sun prairie stadium as well as our pal chuck stanger colin russo back in the park bank espn madison studios holding down the audio production end of things tonight helping us sound great for the dean of area high school sports dennis semra partner been a pleasure working with you the last couple of weeks again i'll let alex strofe slide in next friday night he'll be back one last note uh, coming into the game sun prairie had averaged 57 points in their last seven that one missed extra points, right? Well, they got the two-point <laughs> conversion. Two point yeah, go for it. fine. He could have hit 57, so we'll yeah. see what Kettle Moraine can do. Yeah. That could be a heck of a game next week. You hate to see the average reduced by a little bit after underscoring 57. But now they got to do it on the road. We'll see <laughs> next week. be a fun one. For the Dean Dennis Semra and our entire ESPN Madison Prep Mania crew, my name is Jesse Nelson. This has been Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on Wisconsin On Demand.